What's going on, Brookie Nation? How are you? Hey! Welcome, welcome, welcome. Welcome to the Storybrook Circus. I am the Mackie Mouse. I am Isla Sikorsky. And uh, you have stumbled on into our Once Upon a Time television review podcast. Thank you for joining us. We are now on episode 28. Woo! 28, almost on the big 3 It's a milestone. Nice. Um, I feel like we just did 20. I know, really. Uh, we were just talking about 10, too. <laughs> I guess it's crazy that we're, we're that far in. Uh, but yeah, this is a, a podcast that we started so that we can uh, enjoy a piece of TV history that came out 10 years ago. Uh, we're actually coming up on the 10-year anniversary mm-hmm. in like a couple months. Uh, but is it, is it the 10th like year anniversary since this show came out in uh, 2011 and it's 2021? Um, and we're reviewing every single episode. One by one, and we're giving it uh, ratings, and we're going in depth on characters and plot lines and all that other good stuff. So if you like that kind of thing and you dig Once once Upon a Time, you are in the right place for all of our brookies who are returning. Thank you for coming back. We we love and adore you. We love you so much. You guys are awesome. You guys have been turning out with your contributions to the show and everybody's been chatting it up on discord and we'll be talking about a little bit of that later we'd always like to say hi to our uh youtube brookies hi miranda uh, as we we hi miranda and leo uh for uh watching uh we do a little uh a video recording of our pre-show in case you want to see some of the antics some of them are visual so we like to throw we that straight up, on up forget that we're that... doing this almost every single episode oh yeah so. oh yeah so yeah you can just look at a space off or fall asleep sometimes or <laughs> uh and like try to get my dog not to burn my i've literally never stuff. fallen asleep recording the show i don't know why you keep on saying that you said it last week too and it's just i was just speaking hypothetically i will sue you <laughs> uh anyway yeah so we uh we have the youtube we have the socials as well which we will talk about soon we also a part of that we don't have a snapchat but we have been pushing our snapchat filter we made an exclusive storybrook circus snapchat filter called the price of gold if you go on there and explore and search uh you will see that pop up it's a face tattoo filter in case you're into that kind of thing uh so if you find it and you would like to use it please tag us at our various social uh social accounts which we'll talk about right now (laughs) is how to reach out to us uh as we get into our first segment which is a segment dedicated to all of you out there oh wait a minute we're not going to do that yet I totally forgot. I'm just reading notes now. I'm just okay. on fucking autopilot what are we doing? like an idiot. We, no, we are going <laughs> to, I've just been rambling on while my brain is thinking about something else and I will laugh at it. We have to be uh, fully transparent. We have been recording for a lot longer than when we said hi to you guys. We spaced yeah. off so bad. So. <laughs> so this is this, we've been recording right now for three minutes and 20 seconds when in fact uh, our recorded file is currently running at 24 minutes and if you want us to be because. extra transparent we literally ranted and raved about the show the good place for a solid 15 <laughs> of those 20 something yeah minutes. the good place and the because the guy that created the good place also created parks and rec so then we also started talking about parks and rec because that's just our what entire we do. We just life revolves around tv shows so yeah, if you're ever wondering if we're gonna stop to doing these style podcasts the answer is no because no, the answer is no. our library of things that we need to watch is infinite 
It is gigantic. Oh my god, thank you so much. Yes, no, I know. Sit down, please. It's fine. It's okay. Uh, our adoring fans. Uh, I got ahead of myself. Excuse me very much. If you use the Snapchat filter, go to the SPC pod on Instagram. Tell us that you did it. Besides that, we have exciting stuff to talk about before we get into our first segment. So now I will host the show correctly. <laughs> it is that... Uh, we are taping the show a little bit early and we're trying to make it a little bit shorter because we have exciting things going on this week, like extra super exciting. What are these exciting things? I'm going to tell you. Thank you for asking. Please, um, please tell them. Tell the people what I'm they want. I'm going on vacation. And where am I going on vacation? To me. To go to um, We're going to Disney for the week. Super excited. It is my husband Bart's birthday, so I'm really excited to celebrate him in the happiest place on earth. Absolutely. The most magical place on earth, whatever. Um <laughs> with Harper and then Mackie obviously lives in the castle, so we're going to get to meet <laughs> up with him and true. his wife Taryn. And I'm so excited. And our best friends, Jesse and her family, and like we're just like a nice little band, and we are getting back together and we are gonna yeah. tour the the world of Disney. We're going to do it again. I uh, I need to get a sound effect that's even louder cheers than that. Because I feel like now that I used that clap, I need like a like a real a stadium yeah. crowd. Yeah. Like a roar of Like Madison of Square clapping. Garden when yes. whoever was there. Because that's what this moment needs. So, yeah. So, so uh, Island friends and family. Well, and friends. Island family are coming with another family. And we are going to have a grand old time. Um, we have so much. We planned. have a lot of a lot of exciting things planned and so because of that we we wanted to try really really hard not to um skip an episode this week i know that we said in the beginning we were like if we want to skip episodes we're going to skip episodes but we're getting really excited about the response we're getting from you guys so now we're like we gotta we really do it doesn't feel like work (laughs) it really yeah it doesn't it it doesn't feel stressful it doesn't feel like work we we really show up and just do it so every time we're like we can skip we're kind of like but we don't but we as creators don't want to and it's not even just because we feel like you guys are going to abandon us because we don't think you are uh it's just that we like we wouldn't want to if we were listeners of our own show like we're like this and we want to get into the meteor stuff in the show too which we have to just like keep going uh so we're taping kind of right after taping the last one and releasing the last one uh because she's going to be here like soon and like like for the hour you said like 48 hours hours, actually at this point we'll we'll already be putting out stories and talking to each other in real life we'll have like spent three days together before the episode drops so oh my god that's true i didn't even think about that Ah, it's crazy crazy. oh Oh, yeah why could no stop saying the same thing (laughs) yeah we We just all said the same thing for like six we do that more often than you guys here on the show we actually did it somehow in text message form that happened yeah (laughs) <laughs> more than once actually in the same conversation where we immediately texted each other the same thing back to back uh yeah we do that a lot um i think now that we hang out so much virtually yeah uh, of course i think we're just starting to inherit each other's uh tendencies yeah. and speech and everything and we were we were already started as 20s so it's getting exactly even, even crazier uh anyway so yeah, the exciting things happening in real life. I am still super busy with work and stressed and overwhelmed, but um, you know, we're, we're getting into spooky season down here in Florida. So there's, you know, for those of you who like Halloween, there's like a lot of Halloween things going on too. Uh, there's a lot of, of course, this is event season down here too. So there's like, you know, we're gearing up Halloween, Christmas, and New Year's are all back to back and everybody's getting ready for things that the are happening. 50th anniversary. 
Oh, the 50th anniversary starts in like a um, little bit over a month and a Ratatouille cast uh, cast preview started a couple days ago. Oh There's just like then so many things going on. Is coming. So, so many. So, so everybody's buzzing right now. Uh, and it's, it's, it's making a high energy level, which is both good and bad because it's a little bit frantic, but yeah. it's kind of cool when it gets here because it's like, you know, when that energy level gets up, I guess the excitement also goes up too. And, and the payoff is just of... going to be so big. Like, it's going to be so, I think so yeah. worth it I when this so. is all. Like, I can't believe I've watched this in real time unfold for over a year now. And then it's like yeah. going to come to fruit, fruit. Fishing. Yep. <laughs> Fruition. Fruit. Fruitition. I almost said fruition, so whatever. That's close. That's close enough for you not to be judged. I mean, you're never going to get judged on this show. Not by me. Maybe by some of our listeners, but not by me. Uh, uh, But yeah, I mean, we've, you know, we've, we've been together and, and me being working for on it for so long and me being like oh man this is really crazy this is, a lot of things are going on it's going to be so exciting when it finally comes out so you know obviously things have already been announced um and everybody's going to see it one way or another everybody's going to see it really soon so uh and that's just that and then harmonious is also coming out so there's a lot of like disney things happening um not to mention other disney like news things that are happening not all of which are great internally and externally there's like some you know it just fallout from covid and all these other things and everybody's trying to deal with this new very it's just like a lot of things in life you know that are going on but we're still showing up but you know what i was coming here and we're prepped up for vacation i mean i'm not on vacation but i'm doing like a mini vacation yeah hopped onto your vacation we're being safe Uh, you know we're yep we, I am a very strong advocate for that. So um, we are, yes, we not, are not, you know, willy nilly club hopping type people. Yeah. <laughs> um, so yeah, we're excited. But yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, we. You should probably see uh, a bit of stuff on our personal social medias, and I guess we should, we can post some stuff to. We also SBC promise to well. take like a nice picture, so like we it, like we'll do it. We always say that we're going to, and then we never do. I know. So we'll yeah, get yeah. there. I think there's going to be a lot more. We have we've had what two trips now yeah. that you've come down for that we've gotten together on. Was it two? No, yeah. it was just the one. I think we met up a couple times, or was it two, no, it was two. separate trips? The one okay. when it was just me and Bart, and then Harper's birthday. Oh, that's right. That's right. Because then you came. Um. So, uh, we now that we kind of have it down, <laughs> you know, like you know, the logistics of like meeting up and like all the all the in person stuff. I feel like we're comfortable enough now to really get the media and going like our in terms group, of like vlogs and our group is stories. just like not about that. Like we all of us collectively no. are just like we just have so much fun. Virtually I'm glad you or mentioned not. that. Like I'm glad you mentioned that because like it's just really important to us. Like to just we're laughing the entire time. Anytime whether we it's are, yeah. literally hanging out with us and our spouses after we finish recording online for like an hour or when we're actually like physically together it does not stop like it's non-stop we're making jokes we're telling stories and it's just such a good time and there's just at the end of the night we're like oh yeah we forgot to take a picture so like we take a really low quality selfie but it's a high quality evening or day or stuff like that so i don't know that's worth way more to me than the like nice picture that we could have possibly gotten but or we're like, gonna not just the one picture. all of those things <laughs> like gonna... the stories and all of the like updating the strangers on the internet of what's going on in real life i mean you know <laughs> in into the to the tune of sorry not sorry uh shade no shade 
on people who do put stuff on social media all the time. I mean, I have to say that because my wife is one of those people. She puts everything up. She does reels on everything that we do. She also spends a lot of time making sure that that doesn't take away from our real life experience. Right. And I'm the same I don't way know on a lower level. She does that. I am not the social media queen like Taryn is. But like, <laughs> you never feel like she's only doing it to post about it. And that's yes. how it feels sometimes with other things. It can be I just abused, can't yeah. live my life like that. And my friend groups cannot live their lives like that because it just doesn't work that way. Yeah. I mean, I guess what we're saying is it's not about, you know, doing doing it or not doing it. Or There are some people who do that all the time. And we are people who are invested in what's going on right in front of us. So I guess it's just to say that that because I was very much of the same mindset that I am, which is. I don't know why I'm speaking about you in the third person when I'm talking to you. There's no one talking back from people who are listening. We, we talk about this all the time. This is us talking to each other. I know. Uh, no, you you have you have the same mindset that I do, which is you know the the social media stuff is fun and cool when you're like bored and you have a minute, but like the people in front of you are still more important. Yeah. Uh, especially on a real life level of how they like really feel and like making sure that they're okay and like everything's cool. So like annoying the people that you're with by wanting to take everything is just it's not worth it. And that's not to say that pulling your phone out and taking pictures is automatically going to annoy everybody right. like i said my wife does it all the time and we just learned to communicate with each other and she goes runs off and shoots something and comes back and then it's like it never happened she's not in my face doing it the entire time the whole reason why we're here is not to capture stuff to get content we're right. like we're capturing content while we are also enjoying yep. the time but because she's really good at it she's able to do both i am not good at it so i don't do both so when my friends come to visit i'm not like posting all these stories and these like well manicured reels and all these things about all the moments that were happening because to me we're like busy. Give, yeah, giving that to the strangers is not my point. My point is I really want to spend all of the time with the people. Like, Isla's one of my best friends. One of my oldest friends from New York just came into town and I had dinner with her. And, like, I talked to Isla pretty much every... I did it again. Fuck. <laughs> I do. We, we, we talk... Like all day long, every day. Yep. Like we're on text messages all the time. And I was MIA for that entire dinner because there was someone in front of me. Yeah. Who hadn't seen for a long time who I was just like investing all of my, like we were catching up and all this other stuff. We were walking around resorts and these things. So like, you know, I do that with you and I, and like, we're super close. So like, I love you guys on the internet. You guys are great. And, you know, there are quite a few of you who I've stayed friends with for even, I would say, for men, for years, you know. Yeah. And there are people on there that I've just met who I, I love that I have that community to deal with. But I also try to prioritize my life and to say that the people who I really know do take priority over the people yeah. that I met virtually. I'm so I don't want you to feel bad. People who know me on the Internet who I'm friendly with. I, I you have a, a special place in my heart, too. It's just after the actual people in my life. I think that's reasonable. Right. Yeah. <laughs> to just be like the people that I haven't met don't get the same, you know, like attention level that I give the people that I like. I'm really right. It's like Listen, a weird social media thing nobody talks about. When Bart and I came down in April, Mackie and Taryn met up with us in Epcot for sure um, did. like a date. Like we all just hung out. Like we ate food, rode rides, had dinner, hung out, sat, you know, talk shit. The huge. Um, the huge. I we were also Taryn and I were both taking pictures, doing what we do, and then but you know what came became more important when we were waiting in line for a ride, FaceTiming my daughter at bedtime. Oh, sure did. <laughs> so I, I that's love what my story. phone is for. <laughs> yeah, no, a hundred percent. We left Harper in the loving care of her grandparents because we went away for two nights, and that's fine. 
for all the parents out there that have parenting guilt. I understand that. <laughs> We're not shaming anyone. Really, my aren't. daughter was in the bathtub and she wanted to talk. So what did we do? We talked, and I would have skipped riding the ride if Harper wanted oh, to yeah. continue talking. We to were me. literally I had no like problem. moving, walking onto the ride, and a hundred without hesitation answered. And I, I, I actually repeated that story to several people just to be like, that is really refreshing because we are in such a blinders mode all the time with like, you know just priorities in general yeah. of like you know answering that or like ignoring someone physically talking to you in front of you because you have to answer some text message or email from work or whatever and you're like that's not going anywhere and it's not it's not people being malicious it's just that's what we're programmed to do you yeah know, it's this like immediate we talked about this last like week um you know our free time is not our availability yeah it's not the same yeah, that's 100% true. Um, so for and all I of the think, YouTubers who are like, why is I listening in the dark? It has just decided the hurricane has decided to make its rounds back. So it's about to storm. I was so let me say, go turn on the light. Hold on. Yeah, do that. I will talk to the people. Yeah, I was going to say it got, really, it got really dark out of nowhere because we didn't start that dark. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that same uh, availability is not free time thing uh, also applies to... Like the internet. Oh my god, you look so nice now. Hi, friend. You look so great. <laughs> back, thanks. Hello. I can see your beautiful face. Uh, I was just saying that you know availability and free time not being the same. I think is also it's not just true for the people you know. It's also true for social media, which is just a character, right? Twitter. Yeah. Who are you talking to? You're not talking to an individual person. Even if you there are people who are following you, you know, you're not talking to them. You're talking to like the quote, the air quote, they. <laughs> And those people don't necessarily deserve your it, like the immediate first tier of your attention. Obviously, like I, I make I try to make solid relationships with every single person who reaches out to talk to me on the Internet. I am very friendly with them. I try to, you know, offer my knowledge up and, you know, be as caring as I can. But the person who's in front of me talking is going to get my attention first. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just because that I think is how the social rules work. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like your friend of a friend of a friend of a friend doesn't get priority over your brother. Like that right. doesn't work that way. And that's just how I kind of treat social media. So when we're out and taking stories to me personally distracts me away from living in that moment. So if it doesn't, I'll do it, which is why I do it once every five months, <laughs> because I can't emotionally and mentally handle narrating a story yeah. to people who are not talking back to me instead of like opening my eyes and being present in the space. Yeah. But my wife, I don't know how she does it. She can compartmentalize that stuff, can do both at once. Yep. And I think it, I think both of those things are totally reasonable. Yep. But knowing what I know about me, I know I will be a less present person to the other people in the group right. if I'm doing too much. So I just started paring things down. But all of that is this very long-winded soapbox that we both got on about social media and how people use social media. Obviously, you can hear it, and we talk about it all the time. We are broken. Time. We are both broken. It's the trauma. Uh, it is the trauma. We are We are PTSD triggered by things that happen in our lives all the time, and so we are projecting. So don't take any of this stuff as like the island Mackie hate on people who use social media. This is really just like personal experience that we are being vague about that we. <laughs> that we code into yeah. our conversations. But, you know, people do end up talking about these things in Discord. They, like, spin off about it, which I think makes for good conversation. But it really is true that, like, people get shamed for not sharing enough on the internet. I'm like, why? They were happy living their life. Like, why are you 
saying that they're not doing a job they don't work for you on instagram mm-hmm. i'm sorry <laughs> you don't pay them to tell you yeah. all of their reality stories i am like, what? so guilty of coming on like my stories and being like oh my god sorry i've like sorry so for absent. Yeah. like i'm I've sorry i haven't away. been here and then i think about it and i'm like i'm not <gasps> actually sorry in a little bit like not even a little bit no literally not sorry because so, you feel like people are going to penalize you for being gone. They're going to stop. Right. You, all your numbers are going to go down or whatever. And which is dumb. now. So I don't even know what. Oh, yeah. So basically, we're going to be around together all week long. So but I think we're ready. I think we're ready yeah. to, to get the balance. You'll now see of us like, on social media together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. With it's our really families, all we were saying like, is gonna, we're going to do It's going to be a real good time. So follow along because we'll, we're going to show up. You know, when we just said we're not going to. We don't do that. We're going to do that this time. So you're going this time, to see us. There's also more of us this time. So I feel like this time it's going to be more fun to like a bigger group. It's yeah. going to be easier to like have stuff to show. Uh, and obviously Taryn's going to show us all how to vlog because she is master yeah. vlog. Ko-wee-heen. Yep. Um, which is going to be really fun. I, I think the reason why we're doing it this time is because it's going to be fun. Yeah. It's Catch not because me on it's... the TikTok. Mackie's yeah. favorite oh, yeah. You'll app do of TikTok. all time. Oh, I love me some TikTok. TikTok's the best. TikTok is should be our our bill of rights should just be make some TikTok recipes and TikTok dances and <laughs> she's referencing actual conversations that we've had in the last forty. Mackie's a grumpy old man, <laughs> but it's only about specific things and no, TikTok really is. is like Your number two old on man that list. Only comes out in very specific circumstances, and it's usually about it's usually about girls and, and it's not about media. the way you think. It's usually about yeah, it's usually about girls that are too young. Abusing social media to in, in ways that I that are, I think mildly Gross. inappropriate. That's all. But that's real. And, and I, and, you know, I mean, I think that's still there. And there's plenty of things on TikTok that are great. But you know, if I see one more fifteen-year-old put on makeup to look like a twenty-one-year-old and hump the air repeatedly and call that a TikTok, I'm gonna kill myself. So <laughs> that's really what I'm. If I'm you want um, really mediocre sector. Disney content, follow me on TikTok. No, guys, Alicia Korsky. <laughs> listen find her on tiktok you won't regret it because her shit is actually hilarious (laughs) i do appreciate content creators that actually create content not just thirst traps to get attention that's really my beef content creation and you do it brilliantly because you it's just it's all your humor it's just literally a peek into your brain i'm literally going to rebrand as a teen mom (laughs) (laughs) that's where all the money's at right that's where the traffic's at i really wish that wouldn't offend people (laughs) it would be so so funny (laughs) will it though there's way more offensive things on there than that. I just think of that one girl. You probably haven't seen her. She, I follow her. She's so funny. She came up with this whole online persona that is clearly a, a joke where she um, has a baby daughter and she pretends her name is Richard and she pretends that she's like this billionaire's <laughs> wife. So she And she talks very monotone. She's like, this is me and my daughter, Richard. We are so mad at my husband to die. And I just I love her. That's great. And listen, just make yourself a gag persona and who cares? Yeah, exactly. Like who's gonna who's gonna judge you? Like whatever. Anyway, catch us on the TikTok, on the Instagram, on the possible probably definitely YouTube, because now that I put that in that group and Taryn was in there and immediately she's like, I'm vlogging, I'm vlogging everything. Yeah. <laughs> like she she lives for this stuff, man. So it'll be really fun. Um Remember that time where I tried to jump into the first segment of the show in the first five minutes and was an idiot? It's fine. And then and then we. Did I'm so sorry. For twenty minute Deep diatribe on, on social media and why you should use it a certain way. This, you know what? The best part about this show for me is uh, it, it is Storybook Daily Mirrors first. 
which we're about to go into. But the second thing is that I never have any fucking idea what's going to happen. No, nope. <laughs> it's just it is absolute we chaos. We just out here. We just out here. We we literally just out here, and uh, that is why I love doing it. So, um, thank you, Isla. Thank you so much. You're the best. You really are. The best partner in the whole world. Thank you. Oh yeah, you you can't do that because you don't have a soundboard too. But but. We do have some additional soundboard cues that are specifically dedicated to you, which we won't use yet. We have to find the right moment. Yep. It has to, it it has needs, to present itself. Yeah. Uh, and I think we'll know when it happens. Yep. It'll be really awkward and, and great. Uh, anyway, as I uh, not so subtly alluded to, we are going to go into our first segment called The Storybook Daily Mirror. Uh, all right, so the Starbuck Daily Mirror is the segment dedicated to you. It's when uh, you all contribute to the show via um, a bunch of different places, uh, Instagram, emails, DMs, the whole nine, uh, Apple reviews. So uh, Isla is going to go through the list of ways, if you are interested in submitting to the Starbuck Daily Mirror, have your voice be heard, sometimes literally, but also sometimes just in text. Uh, tell the people how they can get in on this fun Get in here. If y'all. you're just looking for a regular job, this isn't the place for you. But if you're looking for a career, the Storybook Circus is where it's at. Please apply oh God, by giving us a five-star <laughs> review on Apple Podcasts telling us how much you love this show. You can also email us, the sbcpod at gmail.com. That same name, the SBC Pod, can be found on Instagram. You can also give us a call. You can call us. That phone number is uh, 207-536-8512. You don't feel Take like leaving a voicemail? You can also text that same number and we will read or listen to all of those things on the air. Yes, we will. Uh, thank you, Isla, for that wonderful um, rundown of the Storbrook Daily Mirror uh features what features they're not features the ways that you can get in yeah, uh, we no, really really want to hear from you <laughs> i guess they're uh because they're not requirements just do um it. uh really we we want to hear back from you anything that you like about the show i can tell you right now if uh well you're not going to hear this now i wish i had said this in a bunch of uh, episodes before but uh if you're going back and listening, you know, if you listen to this and you're like, I want to go back and listen to the beginning of the show and you're listening to like episode three, call us anyway. I, we would love to talk about some random shit you just saw from like seven months oh, ago yeah. when we started absolutely the show. Absolutely does not <laughs> like, need to be current. Absolutely. No. Yeah. Uh, or just talk about your day or something that reminded you of this show or once upon a time randomly, or just tell us hello and where you're from. That's cool too. Uh, we really just want to hear from as many people as possible. We know you guys have thoughts. About this show, we, and we know, know you're listening. Have we up. have analytics. We know you're listening. We know we you're do. Here. We can see you. We can see you. You guys are. You guys are like showing up. Our numbers keep climbing. We can see it. <laughs> uh, so yeah, please um, get get in on the show. You you don't have to have your voice heard if you're like voice phobic uh, about leaving voicemails, but you can totally do text or yeah. Even our Instagram DMs. Just let us know what you think about everything. So this uh, this week we we've had a lot recently we've had emails and text messages and people have really really been showing up we have a little bit of a lull today because we actually finally got through our backlog of emails and all these people who are participating and we're recording immediately after the episode was released from last week 
Yeah. Um, we really are. So there's not actually a lot of time in between each one. So whatever anybody submits to this, we'll just kind of keep reading for the next one. But as we were bullshitting before, like when we hit record, but before we actually started the show, yeah, we were literally mad at ourselves talking, for not starting earlier, but it was a sign that I'm we so were supposed to be having this conversation because while we were doing it, we got a voicemail. Something, something happened. Uh, we got a voicemail. Da-da, 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 da-da. Voicemail comes in. Breaking news. Uh, someone literally dropped one in uh, like an hour ago while, while we were talking. So we are we got it and we hadn't started recording it. So we're going to include it on this show. We're do it now. Save it for next week because uh, the heck with that. So this person's going to actually get to hear their thing like immediately. Um, so without further ado, here is uh, Lucas. Um, I'm nope, that's the middle of the message. We're going to go back to the beginning so we can hear the whole thing. Thanks. Hi, I'm Lucas. I am probably one, like the biggest fan of Limp's Blind Time ever. Um, I've watched the show countless times, and I just recently found your podcast. I think I'm on episode nine of season one. Um, I'm working on getting caught up, but I have a few things that have kind of bugged me about the podcast. Like you keep saying that things have been happening for 10 years. And I realize that's because Henry is 10, but like it's been happening for 28 years. Spoilers. There are things, there are flash shown in Storybrooke before Henry gets there showing that time hasn't moved, but it wasn't just like nothing. I don't know if I'm explaining that well. Um, Yeah. Also, you are way more harsh on the ratings than I would be because I'm just biased. I love the show. And I'm, like, trying to get past this, like, I'm the hopeless romantic. I love the episode Snowfalls. <laughs> it makes me so happy. Um, yeah, I think that's all I have to say right now. I don't really know how it works since I'm behind and I'm catching up. But, yeah. <laughs> I love the podcast. I am the biggest fan of Love's Found Time. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's how I would end it too. If I called I, into the show, was, it was it was literally perfect. That was exactly. So we literally just talked about you know if you're restarting the show and watching from before and you want to um, watch you know, or call in ahead and let us know things that you've been experiencing. Uh, Lucas is in for a treat because. It's the season gets a lot not just not only the season gets better but we also start to get into a groove you know what i mean yeah of like how we rate things we give it so these these issues will will work themselves out as she catches up with real time and i'm very excited for that um but also i want to point out something before we talk about this uh that these two things are are things that she doesn't like about how we conduct the podcast and still likes the podcast. I know, thank you. And I was just going to say thank you for that. Like We 100% welcome stuff like this because not everybody's going to like kind of how we do. And also, we also kind of felt that way too, so we changed it a little bit as it went on. Um, but if you have something you don't like, uh, don't feel like when you call in or text us or email us, we're just going to rip you to shreds because we... This whole thing about the Storybook Daily Mirror and encouraging people to talk to us is so that we can get into some discussion. It's not so that we can just make fun of you for making fun of us. Like, I don't care. Like, we're ridiculous. And we laugh, about, yeah, laugh at ourselves exactly. all the time. And uh, we totally accept that some people are like, nah, you're totally wrong. And we're like, cool, let's talk about it. That's, that's fun to talk about that. Uh, so thank you very, very much, Lucas, for um, not being afraid to say negative things as well. It's not just the praise Isla and Mackie show. I like that we have some conflict here that we can I that know. We can 
talking about. Thank you for sticking around. Thank you for, you know, having the ability to be like, this is still a good podcast because we're really proud of it. And we understand that people are going to have different opinions. That's the whole point. That's why we did it. We want to talk about it. Yeah. And if everybody was in agreement on everything, it just wouldn't be as fun. It would be boring. Yeah. And so listen to us do our numbers. We like argue with each other about it. You're like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. All the time. Uh, I promise, Lucas, it gets better. Our ratings get better. Uh, in fact, we have a long stretch of like just loving every single thing, part of everything. <laughs> uh, so, you know, we, we eventually got there. I don't think I think you're she's right on the cusp. I know. I think, of, she stuck like, through a lot. If it's episode nine, like episode 10 starts a little bit of a trend of like, OK, now we're getting into it, although it dips down a little bit more. But um, so this whole thing about uh, anyway, uh, thank you for still liking the podcast even though you disagree yes. that means like a ton to us and we will continue to listen and respect the things that you don't like about us yeah. <laughs> please continue to tell us so yeah. that we have stuff to talk tell about. Us what's up. um so uh, this thing about the the timeline uh, i love this because th- i i there's things that bugged me about the podcast you keep saying things have been happening for 10 years because henry's this we age also i think correct that almost immediately years. after well, yes, but I love the fact that the thing that bugs you about the podcast is our number one complaint about the way that the show is written is that the timeline is not clear. It's kind of confusing and hard to talk out loud because even she's like, I don't know if I'm explaining it well. I'm like, yeah, that's the point is that the timeline is friggin' hard, you know, yeah. and it's easy to misconstrue something that someone said and try to apply it. So you have to really like stop down yeah. and think about it all to really figure it out, which I don't think is a bad thing. I think that's actually kind of a cool part of it is that it's almost like the way that the lost, uh, not the spirituality, but the lore behind like what things connect and what don't. Sometimes you have to like stop for a second and be like wait what the hell is going on because yeah. we thought this thing was true and and i think that actually makes for interesting conversation when you thought it was one way and now it's not it kind of gets into a whole other thing um and i think this show adds almost unnecessary complexity on purpose just to have it feel a little bit i don't know exciting i i think yeah. to, to make it complex just for complex's sake is a fun element to me it adds a little bit of sprinkle on top right? you know what else do you th- I don't know why I just randomly have this epiphany. Oh my god, I love it. Light bulb. Ding. Do you think Adam and Edward wrote it like this to make us as the listeners, the viewers as confused as the people in Storybrooke? I think that's that's a very uh meta interesting writing technique that is wouldn't they wouldn't be the first people to do Are they like supposed that. to like scramble us just like the, Yeah. the because citizens of Storybrooke I- are? I've suggested that they <clears throat> they try to make Emma, who is technically lit- in a literary sense supposed to represent us. I don't believe in magic. She's the outsider. Yeah. Right? She's not in this world. That they make her as frustrated and confused as we would or should feel if we with were the story of her characters if yeah. we were in the situation. I think that, that that's not a, a big stretch that yeah. they would be scrambling everything in a big pot because it's supposed to be a little weird. Because don't forget, if we're supposed to be looking at it through Emma's eyes, things would even after it's exp- explained and proved, it would still be a little weird. Exactly. It would still be a little bit wonky. So I th- actually think it's a really good theory because the timeline is one of those things that like, why- otherwise, why would they go through all this trouble of flashing back out of order? For instance, they didn't have to, you right, know, they could exactly. have told That's the story I mean. in a way that was more linear, but they did it in that way. So why are they revealing things to us all spotty like that? Like, is that the way that Emma would be gathering information as she, you know, like yeah. that's a, that's a, that's a cool idea. I think that is probably 
true on some level. If it's not, if it wasn't the original intention, I'm sure they eventually started to find that pattern too. Yeah, and it happened and started to and yeah, like kind of lean into it a little bit, you know. Uh, and then the second thing Lucas talks about is being harsh on the ratings. Uh, but I love again that it's not just like you didn't feel the way I felt, and so I don't like you for it. The reasoning here is because like i'm just biased i love this show and i'm you know i'm a hopeless romantic i'm just trying to get past the fact that i'm a hopeless romantic like it's funny because once we get later in the seasons we end up in that place too like leading up to episode 10 we got the hopeless romantic stuff and then i remember that it dipped down after that because we were really really struggling on a personal level with all the infidelity and all of the like back and forth with these characters we're supposed to really be rooting for and it felt dirty it didn't feel right and then once that stuff goes away you see in the chart there's a huge spike and it stays up at four and five for the rest of the season (laughs) you know what i mean i think we were really just we, we could actually see on the, I'll show you. Our internal uh, struggle. Look at this. You can see like in the beginning we were like, it's great. In the beginning we started, I, I just pulled up the chart for you, those of you on YouTube. Uh, I guess I could, there is a way I can pull this up, but I don't actually I think we were extremely um, conservative. We, we started with a 353 Because we were like, what? We didn't know where How it was going to go. Like, yeah. like I think, yeah. yeah. Episode two was something... Oh, sorry, that's episode two because we didn't do the ratings, I don't think, like this in episode one. Oh, yeah. Episode two is 353. Episode three, you gave it a 1.5 is the lowest that any episode has gotten. <laughs> we were like, what's going on? I give it a bitch. two. That's that's the one that got cut up and rewritten and was just a bad episode. The Jane because Espenson it was, episode, yeah. I remember yeah. that. Um, and then from there, we really start to climb. We end up in the fours. We end up really steady in the four fives. And then we end up at episode nine which is the one lucas is on right now and that's the three five where we start to go down then we hit that first five star episode and then immediately after that it goes to like three seven then three two and three and then it wobbles back and forth between the four like four three seven four point four a four and a three point five like kind of moderate yeah and then for the last from 17 on to the rest of the ep- the season it was just all fours and like high fours and fives uh and we're still getting that in season two um so like we really had that dip after 10 it was like really like on its way down and then like a little better and then on its way down again you could see that struggle visually um and then as soon as that started to go away which is basically uh, what happened to frederick was 17 so as soon as we i think wait am i wrong about that hold on i'm pretty sure it was season one or was it 14 it was 30, it was 13, 14. So then it was dreamy and then red handed, which we loved. And then hat trick was 17. And that's when it started to really turn. And then yeah. we got into Regina's backstory and all that stuff. And the end of the season started to really make sense because they weren't really pushing and pulling anymore. It was a little bit more, you know, solid. I don't know why I just turned into a smurf. All of a sudden, my camera just went completely blue. Uh, <laughs> it's ridiculous. We're getting there. All right. White balance. Get a hold of yourself. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, what I'm saying is, the fact that the reasoning here is uh, being a hopeless romantic skews your stuff into the positive, I think is we really, really cool. And we accept Because that. that makes perfect sense as to why you would, you know, have, you know, be rooting for the characters in certain ways and be a lot more lenient towards the things we were having problems with. You know yeah. what I mean? Because if you were a hopeless romantic and you didn't have the the sheer trauma of the infidelity with us, wouldn't you be like, I don't care about Abigail or Catherine. I just want... I want Charming and Snow to be together and I'm a hopeless romantic yeah. so them being together and you're not 
you know, thinking about that other stuff, those would skew way higher for you because their love story getting into it is beautiful. If you took Catherine out of the mix, their love story is great. It's the on again, off again. Will they, won't they? Mm-hmm. Things are keeping them apart, but clearly things are drawing them together. That's gorgeous. Adding the Catherine thing messed us up, but it won't mess up everybody. No. It's also fake. And it's not just fake because it's a TV show. Like literally the love triangle was fake. It was, fake. It it was, was a, a part fake of the curse. curse. Yeah. Yeah. So like I can see why people would be like, oh, that's not real. So it's not real cheating because it's, you know what I mean? Because it's, it's not. It's just for us, it's hard to watch because we have a hard time compartmentalizing because we need therapy. But that's that's yeah. that's, a, that's a whole separate thing. Uh, so actually, it makes perfect sense that someone would think that we were being a little bit harsh on it. Uh, so I'm actually excited to see, you know, how I'm this how this comes around excited. once like once they catch up. You know, like like I want to I want Lucas, please call us back when you get to like. 18 like at like once we start talking about well 17 was rough because sebastian stan we get in that's when we start getting the the crossroad with emma where we start to she yeah. starts to become a problem for us that not everybody agreed with which is fine um so you're probably if you if you think we're harsh back then you're probably going to think we're also being harsh on emma but we are we do try at least no, no matter our opinion we do offer this to people is that we don't do things for shock value we are we are we don't do things to because we think it's the popular thing that's going to happen everybody's going to hate emma so we hate on her too we're not doing this fake radio thing where we create characters and hate on stuff for fun we are giving our reasoning reasoning behind everything and, and a practical reasoning and within that even between the two of us I think we're also finding that we're convincing each other of the other side of the coin and going, oh, well, I kind of see. You know, so yeah. we're at least open that while we give our reasoning, our reasoning is up to not just interpretation, but up to change. It's always fluid, right? So we can be, what I'm saying is your hosts are easily convinced. Yeah. We can be, if you get, if we get into a reasoning conversation and you're like, oh, I didn't consider that, we will 100% about face and just be like, oh yeah, okay, I, I, I'll give you that part of it. And this part bothered me, but now it's different. Yep. Um, so please, uh, not just Lucas, everybody come, come to us with your things that you disagreed with, I think are going to be the, the juiciest of conversations because we are not going it. to try and can, we're not going to try and convince you why you're wrong and we're right. We're going to try and take all of those opinions and put them in one big pot and see if we all can't come up with something different together. Right. Um, so thank you, Lucas, for that great voice. Thank you. Almost that was amazing. Like right at the last second, came in clutch, which was so awesome. Just happens. Oh, well, it wouldn't have been last second because we would have been recording this on Wednesday or something. We would have gotten it anyway. But um, all right. So that's our Storybook Daily Mirror. We don't have any reviews this week. So please, uh, please go. If you haven't already, uh, take a few seconds to go into Apple Podcasts. Give us a five star review and write us a, a little message in why you liked the show and if you do we will read that as part of our next storybook daily yeah and if you don't in addition have an to apple voicemails and text device out. steal one of your friends and leave a five-star oh, yeah. review from their phone if you've already given us a five-star review uh also steal one of your friends yeah. and do it pretending to be them that would be helpful too yep uh we we're just we're we're trying to get the show uh seen by more people and one of the one of the ways obviously if you would like to Take a screenshot of you listening to it on your phone and post it on your social media. That would be great. But one of the easiest ways for us to find people like Lucas, random people that just 
stumble onto our podcast is to get more reviews in so, so that iTunes actually shows our podcast to more people. Yes. Uh, because if we get more popular like that and they see more reviews and they see more people listening to it, it will give us a lot more leverage to be able to legitimately bring people onto the show as to interview and stuff and and do that. Like we, It's an easier case to make if we are appear to be seen on apple so your apple podcast reviews actually do make a really really tremendous difference so jonathan you your time is coming a, yeah that's true that's true jonathan as well jonathan will be our first one well we already had jordan but jonathan will be our next one um so if you have a couple seconds to uh do that in an apple five-star review plus text message we would review, love you so much uh we would love you starboard daily mirror everybody yeah All right, so we're going to whiz through this pre-show and then get into the actual watching of the show because we, for today, a very unique situation we're in, we have to record the entire episode in one day. And this is very difficult for us to do because we like to talk. We're going to try. We're going to try. We're going to whiz through this stuff. Um, so first of all, let's just talk about some show information here. So we're in season two, episode five. The episode is called The Doctor. <clears throat> um, for the most part, the character backstory is the evil queen. We're going to get into the outlying backstory this is a huge episode i'll just i'm i I was gonna keep that to ourselves but let's just put this out there this is a really really big not in the mainstream character way that you're thinking but we are going to get some pretty big reveals in this show so we are going to do some kind of adjusted versions of the Mm pre-show so that we don't want to give too much away before we watch it because it was actually we felt so impactful um this reveal being done in the way that it is that we didn't want to also give away the gag in the pre-show i think we're gonna see it pretty much right away when we first start watching yeah but this is just one of those ways where we explained how we wanted to handle spoilers spoilers Um, it's very loosey-goosey it's kind of how we feel and what we feel is important to keep and what is okay to spoil you know what i mean this is one of those things where we like just really want to keep it i will say this uh i i think we can say because we talked about this last week in the promo uh that the character backstory is evil queen and Dr. Whale is the doctor that is being referred to. Yes. Um, the only other doctor so, we know besides Dr. Yes. <clears throat> and we, so we, we said that in the, uh, in the promo last week, like Dr. Whale, like what, what is it going to, cause the whole promo had his face all over it. Um, so we're going to, we're going to get it. We're going to get into some, some cool stuff here. Uh, October 28th, 2012. Why don't I ha- see? I didn't know either that we were on Halloween time or else I would have made some spooky Halloween noises. I have spooky <laughs> Halloween nails. You do. Have, we didn't talk about that, too. You got your nails done for vacation and you got Halloween stuff. I was going to do something like cute for like the 50th because I won't actually be there for the 50th anniversary. But then right. when I got there, I was like, I want to do spooky. So I have um, a little nah, nah, Mickey ghost alert. and I have a little Mickey pumpkin. Oh, my God. Love with it. some cute love black it. stars. Uh, so anyway. October tw- 28th, uh, 2012, obviously right on top of Halloween. And every TV show in their season does this right around the end of October, right around Thanksgiving, right around Christmas. They're having a holiday episode. So Nothing this is a Halloween like episode. Like a TV show holiday episode. Like, like they real are time. my all-time favorite episodes. It's it's so nice to be kind of grounded in where you are in time, especially when you're doing rewatches. You're yes. like, oh, I know the state of the minds of the people who are watching. Like, during Christmas time, like, what, you know, how the, the story's always really hokey and campy, but, like, you know where you are in the season, especially once Christmas is done. Like, what happens right after that, you know it's still cold. The 2000s you know it's still like, holiday episodes for all TV shows are the 90s oh. Disney vacation episodes yes yes 
Yes, it's too cold in Chicago, so we're going to take family matters to Disney. You know what I mean? Like that kind of stuff. Absolutely. Um, Like Gossip Girl Thanksgiving episodes. There was a Thanksgiving episode for almost every single season of Gossip Girl, and they're some of the best. Oh, yeah, yeah, of course. I mean, I agree for a lot of stuff. Uh, We also just passed, uh, breezed right by our our one-year anniversary. We're going to celebrate it in real time, though, for this show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the episode that would have been one year from season yeah. one would have already passed a couple episodes ago. Uh, this was uh, co-written. It was uh, Edward Kisses and Adam Horowitz, our OGs. And it was directed by a Paul Edwards, whose name I recognize. Why do we know him? Oh my God. Uh, let's see. Let's look. Uh, that Still Small Voice. Looks like the only one. That Still Small Voice was Jiminy Cricket. So we have that. Uh, let's see. As I recall, That Still Small Voice is, sorry, episode... Uh, five, since I happen to have it up. Uh, episode five got a four and a 4.5 rating. Oh. So we, we did like that episode. Uh, okay, so it had 9.89 uh, million was last week's ratings. This one had 9.85 million. So we're still, we're still riding the hype train here. Yeah, I like that. The synopsis, while Regina continues to try and stop using her magic in an attempt to win back Henry's affections, she begins seeing what she believes is a ghost from her past. Ooh. Uh, and when Mary Margaret and Emma discover a lone survivor from an ogre ma- massacre, Emma begins to question whether or not he's telling the truth. So there's a lot of vague stuff going on here. A ghost from her past, a lone survivor. Right. We're getting a lot of like, I like that they're being a little bit uh, coy about, you're you like, know, who this, do you think it is? You're not trying to give it away. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I don't I know, actually. Uh, meanwhile, in the fairy tale land, Regina finds herself failing at learning the dark arts from a dark master because something from her past is preventing her from using her magic for evil. Oh, this is also interesting, too. If only too. that kept up. We like, yeah. We already knew that the dark master was Rumpelstiltskin, and even then they wouldn't say his name. I know, interesting. They said a dark master. Is it like So they're really being like, like, like so even, even. <laughs> I mean, he's a dark master. The dark master. It's like Beetlejuice. Uh, if you say Rumpelstiltskin, he's going to show up. Like, why? Can't, yeah, yeah, why yeah. do you have to say dark master? Um, so it's actually kind of cool that even they are being a little bit vague. So I feel a little bit validated that we are also trying to attempt to be vague. Yeah. Um, so let's talk about some, uh, production notes. Production notes. So these are behind the scenes elements, uh, observations and hidden things, Easter eggs, et cetera, Ooh, so. uh, that go on in, in production while they tape the yeah. show. Let's, this first one, oh, oh, here, I'll, I'll help you out here. No, yeah, I do. So uh, we are changing uh, the format a little bit. After last week's debacle with me having to step off and do other things, we found that Isla was actually really good at doing some of these things. So now we were like, oh, Isla's like killing it. And I was like, why don't we, why haven't we done this the entire time? I'm so, going to uh, actually show up and co-host this podcast now. So No, that's um, not why. It was, it was just... We thought it would be more exciting for you to hear both of the voices instead of hearing my driveling voice the whole time. So yeah, uh, we're gonna we're gonna share duties now. Yeah, and we're gonna do a little Regis and Kelly kind of action here, right? <laughs> like kind of do it back and forth. I like it. So Regina, the Doctor, and Jefferson are in Cora's heart vault. After the Doctor inspects the heart, the walls of the vault begin to close in. Regina asks Jefferson to use his hat, but he replies that there is not enough room. After the doctor and Jefferson stop the walls of the statue, the ceilings begin to descend. This is very Haunted Mansion vibes. Eventually, Regina masters teleportation and saves them. So this is a deleted scene, what she just described. Did um, Regina inherit Cora's heart vault? Like, was that just like passed down? How do you, how does one acquire multiple heart vaults? I think, I I believe if I'm not mistaken, we're going to see, so... 
we alluded to this last week too, right? Last week was Rumple. We saw Rumple pull somebody's heart out. And the week before that, I said, Rumple's going to train Regina. We've already seen Regina pull the heart out. We've also already seen Cora pull the heart out. I'd like you all to make some connections there. Thank you. Uh, so I think that part of, I think you're right. I think part of some of those inheritances, right, have passed along. The heart vault in Storybrooke, don't forget, was created by the curse. But there was a heart vault in her castle, yeah. like the mausoleum, right? But there was a heart vault in her castle because we saw that with Graham. Right. When she did the thing with Graham. So I, th- and it would be assumed that the connecting tissue between like Cora making Regina the queen, then we don't see Cora by the time Regina is uh, killing Leopold, like Cora's not around anymore. Like, so there's some stuff we're missing in those gaps, right? So we don't know if this castle really used to be Cora's or she, like we, we, we need to go back in the history and connect some of those things that we've already seen. Yeah. Because we don't know if it's Cora's heart fault or if Regina got the idea from Cora, made her own. Like we don't we don't have the answer to that yet, but I so I don't know if it's the heart vault, but I would assume she's just doing the same thing that <laughs> Cora did to get power. Right. right. She's just following in her mother's footsteps. Um, so there's a lot of like connective piece, especially around it being heart stuff, knowing that Rumpel can do it too. Yeah. You know, we're we're gonna see a little bit more of that. So the next one is the title card. It features lightning. Uh so that's exciting. It's gonna but the most exciting part about it is that it is the first title card that is in black and white. And actually, uh, I'm going to make a little adjustment so that you can talk about this now, because this is why that title card being in black and white is important. It's like, it kind of actually really exciting. Yeah, so we're, we're heading into a new land, a land without color, just like Storybrooke is a land without magic. Um, so, you know, this whole entire episode is going to be in black and white. Which is so uh, it's only perfect two episodes. for how this how this plays out. Oh, I love it! I do like really just creative chef's kiss. Uh, it's only two episodes because I actually looked up the again. There was a timeline wiki page for like the land without color stuff, and they are going to bounce back and forth between the two episodes. Episode five and episode twelve are all going to be going into the land without color thing because there's only a few characters that exist in this land without color. It's not like a really expansive world, but this is also the first time that we establish. That the Enchanted Forest and the Land Without Magic are not the only two lands that exist. Right. We kind of had some characters talk about it a little bit, but we've never actually had um, the, uh, you know, a, an additional land be named or explored. So we're actually going to not excited. even talk about what it is, but we're actually going to go to it, which is freaking awesome. All right. Moving along. Uh, you can just do them. That's fine. <laughs> so some observations. Rumpelstiltskin yeah. instructs Regina to kill a unicorn by crushing its heart, but she refuses oh <laughs> because it's innocent. This is terrible. In is it Celtic or Celtic? It's Celtic. In Celtic and European mythology, unicorns are traditionally associated with innocence and purity. That makes sense. Which is interesting because uh, it's European mythology, which is also put into. Uh, Harry Potter, right? Yeah. In the first first movie of Harry Potter, the body that is, in, you know, Voldemort is haunting goes and eats a unicorn. I think in the book, killing a unicorn was one of the yep. ways that he made a horcrux. Thank so, you, Dr. Um, Bart. Dr. Bart, I everybody. I cut on my fingers, so he just came and uh, being it. Oh, wow. Look at that expert, so, you know. expert work, yeah. If you want to see Dr. Burke come in and do his expert work, uh, go check out the YouTube. Uh, yeah, so you know, that that tracks with most magic things in general. Um, we can, you know what? Just skip this whole next one. <laughs> well, 
it's a whole thing about oh you know regina's in the rain the rain is created by a huge crane with a rain curtain okay rain's not a real word anymore a hollow <laughs> tube with nozzles okay, along so it shoots water oh my gosh okay rainfall rainfall this is a this is a real thing. This is all they're describing is how they make rain on sets in general. They like put water in a tube and they shake it. Yeah. And that's how rain comes out for like light rain. They also have like really aggressive sprinklers for when it's supposed to be pouring. But this is one of those just like it's a hollow tube with water and they shake it out. Uh, but I think this uh, this I want to skip this part just because I don't want to give this away. Yet. OK. Anyway, there's characters. There's some body doubling going on. And then there's a costume that's um that's reused again. Moving on. Uh, by a character that we've already seen, but we're going to just, yeah. It's fine. It's all separate. Um, I didn't actually read this next one, but it's probably good. <laughs> we're doing this live, guys. So we have some uh, reused footage. Um, footage oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. From the this establishing shot of the Mills Mausoleum. I didn't know that's how you spelled that. At the beginning of the scene where Regina searches for Daniel's body was reused mm-hmm. for the scene where Regina searches for the curse of the empty hearted in Welcome to Storybrook, but with a warmer color hue. Curse of the Empty Hearted is, what is it? General information? Oh, wait, this is a thing. It appears in the 17th episode of the second season. Oh, so we haven't okay. even we haven't seen even what the hell this is yet. yet. Oh, Curse of the Empty Hearted is a thing she has to go for. Yeah, it's one of the curses that isn't in, in, involved in this whole mess. Okay. Uh, but and, and the characters talk about it in episode 17. So so what this is, ugh, I hate that they do it this way. The, what they're saying is footage that's in this is going to appear in a, in a future episode. <laughs> uh, and Welcome to Storybrooke is... Episode 17. So these are both references to future episodes, which is fine. Anyway, this the footage will be reused of the mausoleum. The mo- like, I'm assuming this Mills mausoleum is probably in the Enchanted Forest. I don't know. Whatever. It's fine. We'll, we'll fi- this is one of the cool things about production notes is that we do this and then we're like, well, we'll like figure it out when we see it because it's only part of a scavenger hunt yeah. clue, you know? And so we have to kind of put the pieces together as we... And it's nice because everybody gets to put the pieces together with us because we really don't know what these things are referencing until they hit us you know, in the episode. Um, and I guess, yeah, the last observation is that the episode ends on a flashback, and this is the first one that does that. I actually deleted the rest of it, but it's going to happen in a few more episodes, but they're not for another couple seasons. But this is the first one that actually will not... Usually you have a flashback, and then it ends on like a current thing that has to do with the flashback. Yeah. Well, this is the first one that actually ends on something that happened in the past, which is kind of... A, this, I want to see how they use that in a literary sense, you know? Cool. Oh my gosh, sorry. I was just reading the wiki reading ad. Um, mm. and saw one production note that's not in here. It's a sad one. This episode marks the final appearance by actor Sebastian Stan as the Mad Hatter. What? And Jefferson, he departed the series due to his obligations to the Broadway play Picnic and the Marvel feature film Captain America the Winter Soldier. Oh my god, we're actually catching up with Marvel movies oh now? I can't gosh. believe I missed that too. I'm so sorry. I'm so I'm sad. S- I would have been really upset if we had, if I had I know, totally missed and we that. missed his birthday, so I feel like we owe um, our homeboy Sebastian Stan. So, um, yeah, so his, we dropped the episode on his birthday. I, I feel think the as last though, one, right? even though, the, I think that this deserves that special audio right now. Yours or the no pour one out for the our pour homies one out one. for our homies one. <laughs> okay. This right here. Yeah. This goes out to all our fallen homies, yo. Come on. <laughs> this goes out. This goes out to all. This goes to you, Sebastian Stan. We love you so much. We love you so much. 
Uh, Going back into the real production notes. Um, It's in the production episode of the, I mean, the production section of the wiki page. Moving on. Why didn't I see this? I'm so upset. (laughs) Rumpelstiltskin's witch in training replacement Trish bears a resemblance to Esmeralda from Disney's 1996 film, The Hunchback of Notre Dame. I don't know who I don't know who this bitch is, but I got to tell you, I saw this and I was like, I want to now I want I want to say that so that when we hit it in the episode, we'll be like, does she? Yeah, we'll take a look. (laughs) She has a very unique look, so I want to see if it does have a resemblance. Yep. And then speaking of um, our boy Jefferson, he returns from a journey with information about a pair of magic slippers that can transport someone between worlds, which is obviously a reference to the slippers from the wonderful Wizard of Oz. Yeah. And then if we couldn't Not get even. any more literal, Jefferson returns from Oz with a crystal ball, <laughs> a reference to the 1939 film The Wizard of Oz. Wow. Thank you for clarifying Are we gonna, like, that. Are we going to see Oz? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I really like it. Uh, sorry. Um, yeah, I, I really like the Wizard of Oz references in general. Um, just I I like that his part of the fairy tale stuff is the really kooky part. Yeah, you know, like Alice in Wonderland and Wizard of Oz are like the real, really out there ones. Yes. Um, so I like that they also connect those two because those are the two biggest like acid trip ones that we know of. Yeah. Because <laughs> like you know Snow White and Hansel and Gretel are all very like kind of practical. They're they're cautionary tales and all this stuff. Even things like the Little Mermaid were like okay, we're getting into like a fictional character, sure, but it's not quite as like somebody was on drugs when they made this right. one. Right. And and these two are probably the biggest offenders, uh, which I I not offenders. They're the biggest ones that do that. And I love that they, in this show where you can connect, you know, Mulan also knows Sleeping Beauty. Uh, I really like that that's the, on the kooky side, that that's the, the connection that they made. So sweet. Wow. Interrogating many. Hook. Emma. Oh, so this is when Hook and Emma meet. Interesting. So much for oh, fortune yeah. favoring the brave, referencing to the Latin phrase. Uh, oh, I'm not reading this one. Uh, Avdentes for Tvana There needs to be a letter in between T and V. Are we kidding right now? Sure does. Latin is stupid. Quoted in <laughs> Virgil's I think Latin poem. Oh my God. Anyway, Latin. The There's some Latin it's in this Aeneid. episode. Yeah. When Regina is embracing Daniel's dead body in the enchanted forest heavy sentence he is seen breathing <laughs> multiple times in blinking oh yeah goof that's, that's a goof, goof. That's so, a good so the actor gonna is gonna be that. breathing i'm excited to watch that the latin thing is cool because like um pirates would have been you know very superstitious uh and being superstitious they also would have been it was at a very very religious time as well so we would have had not only superstitions but a lot of like you know god will do something with your soul when you die kind of thing and so they so latin would have been a big part of their i think day-to-day lives as well at least knowing it uh and fortune favoring the brave i think it also is uh so it it was the last words of this roman philosopher uh it's a poem in aeneid i think is how you pronounce that uh and and i think he he's he dies after that right so so much for fortune favoring the brave ends up being his last words and i think that that almost gives hook a little bit more of an intellectual flavor there that he would know something like that it gives it makes hook feel to me more like a leader more like a you know that he would have stuff like that to pull from yeah you know that and that's why we saw his his wordplay with uh with an opponent was very very 
top tier yep. Lance Rumpelstiltskin. You know what I mean? Like he, it's not just brute force. It's not I'm scary because of how I look or how I physically move around. It's because of how I think and how I can out cunning. You know, like yeah, his cunning brain. Uh, and I think this is a little bit leaning into that cunning brain. You know cutting lips kind of thing with Hook. That he's not the bumbling fool in the cartoon we know of. Right. Even Dustin Hoffman, I don't think, was quite as eloquent. Or he was. We saw him with glasses on and reading books. And yeah, so we did get he a little was bit more of, like uh, traditional scary, though, I think. Yes, I agree. And then Cartoon Hook was an absolute moron. So, yeah. Yeah, the Cartoon Hook felt more... It's just slapsticky because that's what we're used to. Um, you know, like that's the... The villain has to also, like, fail because they they mess up right? right they like fumble on themselves or something <laughs> so uh and hook was very much like that he got he gets chased out and like the way that uh, in the movie he um ends up getting overpowered by the people right it's yeah the people take it back it feels a lot more real um and he so even that ends up being um i think a little bit more uh relatable you know what i mean yeah and and there's way more stuff that happens with hook um so, yeah, we'll 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 get there. And I, I do like I didn't even pick up on that when I actually pasted this in that Hook and Emma are in the same sentence. I know. And that didn't even occur I in my like, brain what? to be like weird. And I was like, oh, shoot. Um, so we do have uh, we missed for two weeks. We have a section uh, that we had to skip because there were no references to it. Uh, and now we, we go back to it. We have one, uh, not a ton of them, but we have one. Uh, so the creators of the show, uh, they were executive producers on Lost uh, and um once upon a time, because of that, is filled with Easter eggs and references to the show creator's old show. Uh, so in this episode, oh, sorry, this uh, segment is called What's in the Hatch. Maggie, uh, tell so us what's you, in the hatch. If you hear that sound, then you'll know that we are referencing what is in the hatch for this episode. And what's in the hatch is one single reference to uh, the numbers in Lost, which is uh, the 4, 8, 15, 16, 22, 23, 46. I probably got one of those wrong. Um, no, and so this... Did I? I, I don't know. I don't know. 42? I, the 41 always messes yeah. me up. Um, someone's, I, just, I just like to do those to give the Discord uh, an excuse to be like, no, it's this! <laughs> to be mad at me. Uh, so Henry uh, Mills, horse. I'm assuming they're talking about Daddy Mills. Perhaps. Right? Whatever. Like Henry Mills, horse. horse. I was going to say. and Or uh, Why is access the to a stall. hearing about it? <laughs> yeah. The stall that the horse is in is number eight. Which is one of the lost numbers. So we'll try and uh, hopefully pull that out if we should happen to see it. Uh, speaking of which, we're at the point of the show where we get to uh, watch the episode and we have some features during our watch party that we go over um, if you're watching along. So uh, the first one is a drinking game that we like to play. We have that drinking bell that we sound off when we have a drinking moment. Uh, a lot of like kind of goofy things. Anytime someone uses magic, anytime someone. We've been slacking on the using magic thing because I think we we're so entranced in the episode, so I got to get a little bit right. more about that. But uh, certain references to things, anytime it's a lot of rumple ones. I think that's really where we started with this. We anytime he giggles or says, yeah, says uh, magic comes with Apple price, references, um, Apple references, Emma's jacket, um, the yellow bug. Anytime we see the storybook sign, the storybook sign, yeah. So if you hear the sound, then that drink. is uh, your your normal drink. Um, we have a, a light version of that. Which is like a clink. It's like a little bit oh, of a cheers. cheers, like a toast. Um, just a reference to our production notes things or something that we may have just discussed and been like, hey, we wanted to look out for X, Y, Z. And so not a full drink, but just like, a, oh, yeah, it's that thing. Um, 
Then we also have a, uh, uh, a sound to signify that I am playing and pausing the episode so that you can kind of follow along as we start and, start and stop. It sounds like that. So uh, if you hear that sound, then you know that I am pausing the episode or starting again or whatever. If you happen to maybe be syncing the episode with us, you can watch the visuals. Uh, we also have a, a familiar voice that we can uh, bring, bring in just in case we need him. Uh, sir, would you like to uh, make yourself known? Yeah. It's rewind time. Mr. Thank Will you, Smith. Smith. Is that you? Friend of the show. Familiar voice. Familiar Will Smith. voice. Will Smith. Uh, he will be alerting you that it's time to maybe rewind. Thanks, and fam. either talk about something or actually watch the show when Isla and I talk over everything like we always do. <laughs> uh, all right. So that's almost it. Oh, we have one big moment that will be signified by all of the clapping and sound. The chug moment. The chug moment will be when we make the reference to the uh, episode's title, which is The Doctor. I'm not even going to say what the characters are. We There's don't two ever. Char- we don't, but for some reason it pasted over this time, and I'm kind of upset about it. But <laughs> uh, some, I think it was to say that it was two different people saying both lines. I think that's right. why they had to include it because it wasn't one straight line. Person so someone one. says, "Yeah, you're the wizard," and then the second person says, "I prefer doctor." So there you go. That's our that's our big chug moment, which is going to be really exciting. And then I have a secret one that I told I not to look at. Hopefully, she can't see it on my screen share right now. I have my but notes pulled ex- up, but I have not read it. Okay, so there's an exciting one that we're going to go through in the show that is a very, very cool piece of like production note backstory that I didn't include in because it was going to be a big spoiler. Um, but it's a, a reference to some naming things. Uh, so w- when we get there, I will pause and, and say that. So now, very exciting. We're, it's actually super, even more exciting for us because this is usually the point where we stop recording and record another day because we've recorded like a four-hour, three-hour episode or something. Um, so actually what we're going to do is we're going to stop the YouTube recording, uh, which I don't even say sometimes. I'm just like, I just stop. Also, I look like we come back every week anyway. Time. You know we're not, we're not goodbye forever. I know, yeah, yeah. Um, so you can continue listening to the show on your favorite podcast app. So we're going to, uh, let you go. Uh, but now we get to actually watch through the episode right after we did the pre-show for the first time in probably four weeks, <laughs> uh, which I know that that's a stupid thing to be excited about for, for some reason I'm like giddy about it and I don't even know why. I know. <laughs> it's so stupid. <laughs> Whatever. It doesn't even matter. All right. So let's watch the doctor. Hopefully you can hear it. (laughs) Previously on Once Upon a Time. Daniel's grave. He died because of you. I was very young and your mother. She ripped his heart out. Sure did. Anyway, you're going to go home with David. And I want you to be here because you want to be here. Not because of magic. I want to redeem myself. I'm like watching the show over here. Let me go. Then I won't become like her. That there is an idea for you. It's not safe here. Of course, still out there. We found a safe haven. We must go there now. Hello, Hook. So we know Cora knows Hook. Not a very good liar. Oh, it's not really a lie, Aurora. Oh, we got the mother-daughter drama back. Cora did escape. All true. Just leave the particulars to us. There's no reason to cause unnecessary panic amongst your people. I'm not so sure. It's unnecessary. Wait. The tower. We always have sentries guarding the entrance. Oops. Stay close. I love Mulan's like, hey, idiots, we're going to get killed. I know. Can you shut up? She's like, hello, we're actually on a mission here. Can you please pay attention? <laughs> like, this is a war. Can we not? So it looks like an entire town oh is God. dead. 
wrecked. Wrecked. Like, super dumb. Okay, hold on. We need to pause already. Yeah, sure. How dare this show not relate... Well, not the show. The Wikipedia people. They did not pick up on this. This has happened a couple times before. That exact scene was like in the cartoon version of Mulan. When they come up and find out that um, whatever his name is, his dad is dead. And the whole... Uh, yeah. All of the troops are dead on the ground and they have to like solemnly say goodbye to them. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. That's Everything's exact, on fire. That's like almost an exact replica of that scene. That's true. No, that's that's a yeah, it's a missed missed connection there. <laughs> and not the We're like, uh, oh, when Craigslist Jefferson returns version. from Oz, it's a reference to the Wizard of Oz. Like, thank you. We know. <laughs> we get it. Yeah. This one was a not true, so no. obvious, but a really good one. That's a really, really good You know what? Thank you, Isla, for oh trumping the wiki page. Obsessively so watching these movies from the 90s, like I am six years old again. <laughs> uh, but but I mean, it pays off because you're 100 percent right. Like that's a that's an easy connection made. Uh, all right, let's continue. Hidden. How did the ogres find us? Ogres didn't do this. No, nope. hearts are missing. <gasps> Their hearts. They were ripped out. This is her magic, twisted and evil. We have to stop her. She's like a, a Korra scholar. She killed them. She I killed them all. This. We have to stop her before she hurts anyone else. Hey, hey, look. There's someone under there. He's alive. Please. It's okay. There's heaven. It's okay. Uh oh. What? You're safe now. We oh my God, it's a trap. Thank you. So not only did we see that last week, but we also know in the pre- in the in the previously on we saw oh, black and white title, black fine. and white lightning title. That. that is, is oh, I think that's the first time we've interacted. With I know the, with the title, with the actual title this time. They actually had a lightning bolt like strike the letters yeah. and like, go between them. We're we're getting we're getting ballsy. I like I know. it. So yeah, so we know that's a trap. Obviously, Hook is not some innocent bystander. Oh my gosh, look at the Halloween Town vibes going Pumpkins. on right now. Ugh. We need to talk. God, I hate him. <laughs> yeah! Oh, oh my god, that was incredible. That was so Leave hot. With my wife. <laughs> so hot. <laughs> uh, in case you guys didn't know, Isla really likes violence. <laughs> she likes her men rough and scruffy. <laughs> so, uh. That was so, so good. Charming. Getting Just a little, getting his hands dirty a little bit. Decked Doctor Whale. Decked him. Uh, we're gonna we're gonna rewind for some some great banter. Suddenly, ah, it's rewind I love time. Charming. Yeah, yeah. I, I I love how we're like, yeah. I guess we can see Charming kind of is starting to, and then he she hit, he hits somebody, and I was like, no, I'm on board. Charming all the I'm way. I'm here. I'm here for the show. <laughs> like I get 100%. it, Jordan. I totally get it. We need to talk. You see how he wasn't expecting him? No. What the hell was that for? Sleeping with my wife. Also, she... Catherine Snow. You had a whole I didn't last know. Week. All right, I was cursed. Yeah, I got it. You cheated on yours. What do you want? <laughs> okay, this exchange is fantastic. I didn't know I was cursed, and he smiled and went, yeah, I got it. <laughs> he punched him anyway, like he knew. Sir. <laughs> he was like, I don't care. I lo-. So that actually is the is the charming, to forgive the pun, part of this of his actions there for me that's like the 
It's because, uh, like, like we said, I like someone who can talk their way out a little bit, who who's a little bit, you know, yeah. like good with words, and like that for him, he's a little bit too literal sometimes. Yeah. So a little a little moment like that for me, I was like, yeah, no, I like that a lot. <laughs> oh man, this is good. I like when uh, I love when exes have to they have to interact. Have this, they have to have this inter- the first initial. Yeah. So uh, shout out Marissa Degrassi for a reference here. Um, I got up to a part where uh, the like crazy Christian girl is dating one of the guys who was sleeping with like everybody in the school and like, re- reformed of course and something happened and he ended up sleeping with this girl who was a main character and so it was the season finale and then in the season premiere of the next season should they have her awkwardly walk over and go to that girl and be like I know you slept with Spinner you just have to be the school slut don't you when you graduate blah 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 and she's like I don't care about you goodbye Yeah. and just like walks away but I'm like the fact that they had to have that conversation because they had to have the two exes of that guy talk because yeah. it's like the rules <laughs> you know <laughs> I was just like oh yeah that's the they had to check the box off yep. you know <laughs> or else it wouldn't make sense they have to like remind the audience that this is the thing that happened yeah. season <laughs> even this i feel might even be a little bit like remember don't forget that he did that yeah exactly you know, like, that does kind of, feel exactly uh, like, a little, like that a little callback but like a good one i think it was well done except the fact that he probably would have spun around and passed out if he would have got hit that hard in the fate in the jaw yeah. like that he would be he bleeding at the very least face, yeah yeah like it was a hard hit he, like you he spun all the way around yeah it was rough the sound effect i think was a little aggressive. it was was like him hitting like a box of bricks like it was it was a hard sound oh is it true people are saying that you're trying to find a way to build a portal back to your land because that's where you think emma and mary margaret are that they're alive well the whispers can stop i have no secrets from this town that's exactly what i'm doing Nice. And it's it's gone. You have no Good leadership skill. Destroyed by the curse. <laughs> Apparently not. Well, yeah. Well, you having any luck? Not yet. We're working on it. Does that mean that all the lands still exist? Possibly. So if I hadn't told you, to us. again. There you go. Are you sure? Remember who we're talking about. Regina. Still in Starbuck. Are you here to see me? I've been trying to keep my promise to Henry, but it's been difficult. To not use magic. It's been two days. <laughs> How much do you think she chomped on that line? Regina, this it's is so not funny. an AA meeting. It's this just is hi, my name is Regina. Magic it's been two days since my last use. Of magic. My last use. It sounds like it's also the way you've lost everything. Regina, this is your chance to start over. To earn Henry. Super. I like this philosophy because it tracks well. Dr. Will, this is highly inappropriate. Thank you. Send me back. Excuse me? To my land. Send me back to my brother. Why don't you check the missing board like brother. everyone else? Your Didn't curse only brought the living. Uh, excuse me? I'm sorry for your loss. But I'm afraid I can't send anyone anywhere. Can't or won't. Dr. Will, I have to insist. Please. Go! Oh, Archie. Love that energy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like how everybody has a little bit more spunk than they used to. I know, all of a sudden everybody has a backbone. Yeah. Well, technically, they're not being threatened anymore. That's true. So now they can, they can, they're not living in fear as much. They can kind of speak however they, they can speak freely now. Yeah, a little bit more. Um, I like though too that they're making Dr. Will very consistently a blunt instrument. Yeah. Like he's, I don't know that I would describe it as dumb, but it does feel like 
all the other characters are working within reason within a certain amount like kind of rules and then he remember like the, what's the first thing he did when the curse broke he's like oh do you mean do you think the nuns are not nuns anymore yeah. do they want to go on a date do you think he's, he just sounds like a doofy like fraternity guy yeah like brute <laughs> no yeah, no, no shade on fraternities, but like, you know what I'm oh talking about? Like, just like the. Fraternities. No. <laughs> That's true. I mean, there, no, well, like, there are people who are respectable who came from fraternities that didn't, like, I don't know, molest people. Never met a <laughs> Chad actually Brad. Good like, sorry. But not, so, so <laughs> no most Chad Brads are in fraternities. Chad Brad. <laughs> but, but I'm saying not all fraternity people turn out to be. Yes, Chad not Brads. everyone is a Chad Brad, but every Chad Brad was in a frat. That, that's what I mean. You know what it's I like mean? It's like creepy so mustache like, people, you know? Yeah, exactly. But like this feels like he just, he doesn't even feel like a Chad Brad though. He feels like he's, he doesn't understand like social, he just barges in and goes, I don't care. This is the queen, blah, blah, blah. Send me back. He just, he feel, it feels blunt. You're right. Yeah. It feels like a just like broody, like, like B-R-U-T-E, like yeah. a big brute, yeah. just a blockhead yeah. who's just like, you. He, he's very, he doesn't see context, it's just like one thing. I don't know if that's supposed to be the way his character Dr. is, but Whale it, it definitely is. is Mike the situation. <laughs> if we're making our Jersey Shore cast of Once Upon a Time, that would be a great experiment. Is Snooky Regina? Absolutely not. I'm sorry. I love Snooki so much, but she is not smart enough to be Regina. She's not smart enough? <laughs> no. Like, Wow, Jenny is oh, Regina. Oh, Jenny. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay, you get your ass beat. You stay, you get your fucking ass beat. Like, that Snooki is Regina energy. Snooki is, like, pre-sexy pre red. She's, like, she's like weird slutty red. Who? Snooki? <laughs> Snooki is, like, yeah. she's got to be the one who's just, like dressing crazy and just like doesn't realize yeah that. absolutely like, so socially Where's unaware yeah yeah like, <laughs> all right yeah i got this wolf pen in my car it's red yeah. <laughs> i love this okay i figured out our next bonus content for patreon we're going to do other tv show castings of once upon a time any any random like, tv show good place. that i am stuck on yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna insert them into a hundred percent, but like as their characters, but in these contexts. Yeah. So you know I mean? Doctor Whale, like is she Mike is charming. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. A hundred percent. I love this. Idea. Jason this Mendoza is, really, really is absolutely Doctor Whale in this situation. Uh, yes, but like Jason's so lighthearted, though. It yeah. Would, she would have to be like, like a bad. It would have Janet. to be someone silly. Yeah, like silly. Yeah, that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh my god, this is so fun. No, we'll be here all day. Okay, we're we gonna do this. Go, we we're gonna show. do this on bonus content, I promise. Because this is a really good idea. I'm gonna write it down so I don't forget. Sorry. Eventually. <laughs> he just apologized to Regina for his outburst. Like what things, you said is things are different. True, is it? I'm sorry? About the curse only taking the living. The grave your father's here, right? I don't care about Whale or his brother. I brought who I wanted. Anyone else? He, he plays therapist really well. To try and trust me. Mm -hmm. Now he is. Now that he's not in a curse. Yeah. Hey, now horse. A unicorn. Immobilize it. A black unicorn. That's a unicorn. Ooh, yeah. That is a vibe. Rumble F. Did it. Excellent. Oh yeah, sorry. Now that's just one last tiny, tiny, teeny little detail. Take its heart. Oh. Like what my mother did. Oh, your true love, indeed. The way he says then true. Then you already know how it's true. Every single yeah. time. <laughs> true. Your true love. 
This is also interesting because this is going to mimic what she does to do the curse. She kills her horse. If you do it right, no harm will befall it. Unless, of course, you will it. I can't. It's innocent. Nothing is innocent. <laughs> the giggle. Nah, it belongs to me. You see, when you take a heart, it becomes enchanted, stronger than a normal. Irish? What is really that? Know, what from? is in the right Oh, You're Celtic. Celtic mythology oh, is Irish, okay. I think. So I think that he's makes like sense. Doing a thing. Now, show me you know what to do with that power. Kill it. What? You've seen it done, not do it yourself. Show me you can take the next step in your training. This is very Star Wars. Crush it. Yep, very dark side. This is very Palpatine. Kill him. <laughs> now, kill him. This noise is Yikes. very sad, and I don't like it. Dirty, dirty, dirty. And oh. I had such high hopes. And I didn't sign up to kill unicorns. Magic is power. Until you can take power, you're not learning anything. I guess them using magic is probably yeah. Yeah. Did you just you or not? Yes. Then there's one simple question for you to ponder. I'll tell you anything. <laughs> I don't need the answer. You do. <laughs> Told you it was he- rumple heavy. What's holding you back? So, pause. We're not going to talk about this amazingly trained horse that is wearing a prosthetic. Right? That knows how to lie down on command. Lie down completely on his side. Come back up on command. And then just like be laying down on its belly. I don't know if you've ever seen. Horses aren't really the lying down on their stomach I am types. so afraid of horses. <laughs> That's like a legit cow thing. But like horses don't. I mean how often have you seen a horse just laying down on the ground? Not ground? unless they're injured. Not ever. I don't yeah. Think. Obviously they do. Uh, but not often. Right. You know what I mean? So, like, to get this horse to, like, first of all, lie, start, you know, kind of buck up, lay down completely on its stomach, mm-hmm. then roll all the way over on its side is something it definitely doesn't want to do. They have to drug, like, big animals like that to do that when they have to do medical procedures and stuff. Yeah. So, to get it to willingly roll over on its side like a dog and then come back up on command and just, like, sit there while they're... I mean, that's amazing. Yeah. That's really, really impressive. Obviously... Places that do animal training and stuff for shows are, I mean, that this is what they do. So they yeah. <laughs> they get paid a lot of money to get animals to perform like that. Um, but, I mean, worth a, a, a kudos. That's very, very impressive. What's his name? I know he's in here. Uncredited, of course, because they never give them credit. The horse, uh, let's see. Uh, Gerard is, is the horse's character's name. Oh, no, no. Sorry. That's someone else. Oh. Uh, assistant... Trish, the horse isn't even listed as uncredited. We, okay. we know that Jerry. That's so disrespectful. Jerry is her horse. I mean, it's it's the business, right? Whatever. No respect. No respect. No respect. Uh, I know. Whatever. Let's go on. Um, but yeah, interesting to make the unicorn black. Uh, and interesting. Relook at that scene again. But look at it now. Now we can finally. This was a spoiler for a long time, but now we know why 
Rumpel has been doing stuff. Mm-hmm. So now we can talk about it. We've, this is the first flashback we've seen since the last episode where he revealed that he became the Dark One to help his son. We saw him lose his son. We saw him lose his son to another land. And he's been forever trying to get back or get to that land so that he can get his son back. Yep. So now we're looking at why would he take, like, th- we've seen the Dark One and what he does. He just like, kind of meddles. Like, all of a sudden, he's taking on a train, a tra- like, an apprentice. Oh, no. Why is he training Regina? Because the Dark One's ability to see into the future, he can see. What's going to happen? Uh, that Regina has the, he doesn't see the future. He sees the possibilities, yeah, right? So he sees that Regina has the possibility. Favor. Yeah, Cora, which we don't know yet, but he knows a lot about Cora's past, right? So he knows that Cora made Regina, and this situation is unfolding in a way where Regina could get angry enough to exact this curse he already knows about, right? He's already manipulating that curse into existence. Knowing that the curse can get him to the other land, he has to get somebody to exact the curse for him or else he gets cursed too. So he's basically creating... This, a, situ- a situation for Regina to exact a curse is what he's working up to. But this is like how many years before she actually does it? Snow is a grown woman when she does it. He also can 10, see... 10, 15 years, you know? He can also see that Regina has that um, Marty McFly mentality. You know, when, mm-hmm. he, when you call him a chicken, what does he do? Mm-hmm. Exactly yeah, yep, what yep, you want him to yep. do. So he knows by saying, well... Clearly, you don't have it in you. Clearly, you don't. Have yeah, you don't what have it what takes. it takes. Yep. yep so he knows yep, that that's, that's her point. personality and that is her mindset. So he can manipulate her in ways that she has no idea that was even done to her. Like she knows that Rumple is evil and she knows that he is taking advantage of things, but she doesn't even know how much psychologically he is in her head. Yeah, and he really is, and and it's cool because we can see what he's aiming towards and how much he needs to get in his head, and how much patience he has. Where he knows this is not something that has to happen tomorrow or next week. He can really just like Rumple is king keep of the putting long pressure. Game. Yeah, like literally king of the long game. He just keep putting pressure on this one spot uh, until she buckles. Yep. And so watching that scene again, knowing that he's not just training her to train her. He's not just you know we don't know what nope. his we do we know exactly what his end game is, and it's to get to episode one pilot where she curses the town. Yep. He is so making so a cool. diamond, and he will take as yeah. long as it takes. As long as he needs. As long as he needs. Yeah. Oops. There we go. Oh. Her two love. There's Daniel. Her two and two love. <laughs> they were really big fans of glass coffins back then, huh? I, I see that. his body with an enchantment spell. Matter. He's dead, but frozen. Oh my god, like Walt Disney. And I've kept him in my family. Because <laughs> you're my cola. Yes. If you can't let go of the past, Regina, it's still to haunt you. You're not wrong. You know what? Absolutely. I think this has been quite enough. As Regina, all good therapy I, I can help are. you. Yep. I doubt it. Goodbye. I hate you for making me feel feelings the things I'm repressing. Yeah. <laughs> like, didn't you pay me to do exactly this? Shut up. I'm never talking to you again. She's oh, she's driving her constantly reused license plate. She thinks oh. she sees a ghost of Daniel. Daniel. That's wild. Can you imagine? I would have crashed the car. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Oh, so is that where the rain was? Oh, yeah, it was. 
Okay, claim. So I guess the body. It's okay. All yeah. right. The body double that was used for him was used for somebody else too, and the costumes were the same size and whatever. Come on. What's with the yawn? School. Oh my god, Henry does have a horse. I sleep. Oh, he does. What? Is it eight? Yeah, it's eight. Stable, stall eight. Okay. I mean, I couldn't see it, but here. I miss him too. Baby Henry has a horse. What now, a privileged just rich think kid. how happy Emma and Snow will be when they come home town. to find that you've become a proper knight. I love this. Love the father son stuff. Father, say hello to your steed. Is he mine? Where's the number? I know, where do you see eight? There this it is, oh. right there. Really? So, how do I get on it? Oh, you're not riding today. I'm not? Well, there's much to learn before you hop in the saddle. Like what? Well, every morning you'll have to muck out his stall. <laughs> then you'll brush him and feed him. After school, you'll Farm do it life. again. Every day, twice. I'm sorry, Henry is a prince. That's he should not, not be doing riding. any of this. Babysitting. Ah, horse. <laughs> So a lot of this whole thing is like, as a prince, you do have to do all this stuff really? as a kid, as a, as a kid, kid. Yeah. Oh. So like you would, because they, they don't just train you how to rule. They have to train you how to like, so they would, it would have been in this way. They would have been, it was, it's not that this kid has to do it. It would have been in a way like you have to learn the responsibility to do this. Yeah. And then as soon as you learn your lesson, then they get the servants and stuff to do that. Oh, like once you're okay. a teenager, you're not doing that anymore. It's really at, like a principal thing to teach the kid how to like care for their oh, stuff. Oh, okay. Really humbles because, you. Because as a, as a prince, you're supposed to, I, it, it depends. I mean, a lot of the historians are going to just rip me to shreds on this. But as, as, as the son of the king, right, you, you eventually, when you become of age, would lead the army that your father is the general you have of to work in up certain to cultures. Yeah, no, that makes a lot of so sense. So you, if you're going to lead the soldiers, then you need to know how to, like, kind of, you know, it's part of your training as a ruler, yeah. sort of, you know, um, that your relationship with your horse out in the out in battle is really important. And you don't just have other people do it and then you just hop on like you get in a car like you have to like establish that right um so i i, I do think this is fairly accurate please someone tell me that i'm wrong because <laughs> i feel like that tracks uh because i mean that for, does make a, a lot of sense i, have read I just about, think about like yeah. rich kids i guess like i think about rich kids here where i'm like they would never touch something like this they would just show up and get on a clean horse no because America's disgusting. Yeah. That's why. Because we don't we don't earn fucking anything that we get. Right. <laughs> we just take it. This but horse I do is also like really the, pretty. Uh, Looking at like the shot the, with the blue eyes. Beautiful horse. Horses are gorgeous and terrifying they're so because scary. they look into your soul. They're too they're like long face humans. I can't deal with it's, it. Like emotionally, yeah, it's, they very yeah, they're like, way too emotional for me because I'm a like highly dogs. emotional person. I yeah. can't deal with that. They're like Seventeen of me and I, we can't yeah. compete. You and they're will, like a thousand pounds. You will yeah, try <laughs> it's, I, yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they can they sense are... fear uh -huh. and emotion, and I just I have way too much going on. I have too much of those. To, yeah, like, I have too much that. of both of those I will, things. I know that they'll kick me down, and that will be yeah, the end of agreed. my face. Uh, and this horse doesn't get credited either, even though this pause moment is beautiful. So. I pour one out for you Thanks. on the horses. <laughs> Builds an essential bond. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> You're not dead. This, this right here, the way that you should be. this goes out to all our fallen homes. Yo. That is the Come vibest on. vibe ever. You're not dead, just not respected. So you might as well be <laughs> like that. I mean, talk about the way I feel every day. Let's move on. <laughs> trust between knight and steed. Okay, but yeah, when see the trust will I ride him? between the two. When the horse tells you. This is mimicked in like Harry Potter. Shit, I can't. 
I'll pick you up later. <laughs> yeah, so like even the even in Harry Potter, like you have to earn the respect of the fucking Griffin shit that yep. in episode two or whatever. Yep. The Oh my gosh. Right. Thing. You know what the fuck is Buckbeak? What the hell? Thank what? you. What is Buckbeak? Uh, what is the species? It's a. It's not a Gryffindor. It's a. It's not, not a, a centaur. It's a. This is gonna bother me. You're gonna look it up and you're gonna say it. And I'm gonna hate myself. Um, I already hate myself. Hippogriff. Thank you. We're the worst. <laughs> but the respect thing, right? So you earn it. Yeah. Anything you want to tell me? And this, it becomes like a you know a little bond, yeah. which I really really like. Oh, here's the mausoleum. mausoleum. She's still snatching these outfits. She's also wearing riding boots right now. She sure is. She sure is. Good one. Yeah. She's wearing riding boots as a fashion item, which is like even better. Yeah, it's. She plans not Christian to girl. ride a horse Wait, today. It's Christian girl autumn right now. <laughs> yeah, that's exactly it. She's still got the little vibe <gasps> to Daniel's body's gone. Good thing the coffin is glass, or we would have never known that it was empty. I know. Yeah. Commercial break. Oh my gosh, he's spinning. Uh, Rumble still spinning. That's a that's a drink. Sure. Are you ready to begin? Oh, I've been ready. The question is, are you? Mm-hmm. Yes, I am. Tell me why you're really here. For power? For Stop po- oh my wasting gosh. my Her time. Her voice right now? What is it you want? I know. Come on. Innocent. <laughs> He's also holding an apple. So there's that. And then, yeah, her, just the way that she does these characters separately is just an apt, absolute masterclass yeah. in acting. Lana, Lana Perea. Eventually we will raise enough money to talk to you on the show, but Until not then. today. Right now we just... Love you Love from you afar. Damn it. Tell me. Oh my God, do we do it again? <laughs> Can you teach me how to use magic well, to bring back the dead? <laughs> That's what this is about. This stable boy. I want true happiness. Then find it elsewhere, dearie. Oh. Magic can do much, but know that. Dead is dead. I can do... That's the thing. And I am lost. I'll do... I would do anything but not that. That's a... It's like in a musical. It's... That's like a song um. of like, I would do... I would do anything for love. Oh my God, it's a meatloaf song. I gotta go. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so but embarrassed right now. I won't do that. <laughs> Never I'm mind. I'm so embarrassed. I'm sorry, but uh, <laughs> you're welcome because all of those lyrics to stuff like that is up in my brain forever. <laughs> I thought nothing was beyond your reach. Oh shit, he just Jefferson? fucking popped Oh my God, up. he deserves No, no, he deserves nothing an important going on here. Yeah, hold on. I so hold many, on. I'm sorry. I have so many buttons going on. I just gotta. Yeah. We have to rewind. That was Where amazing. Did you I didn't even. I didn't even see what happened. Will Smith, please. Yes. Okay. Ah, it's rewind it is time. Rewind time. All right, here we go. All right. Let's go back. Here we go. And I am lost. And I've had my time with. Beautiful. I'm sorry, but uh, transcending death is beyond even my reach. I thought nothing was beyond your reach. I oh my god. No, no, nothing important going on here. That was amazing. Why did you leave to be Winter Soldier when you could have stayed with us here in this perfect world? That is role? what I'm saying. That is what I'm saying. Oh my and gosh. 
And this out. Uh, Taryn says she loves you. She just <gasps> Taryn, I Everybody, love you Everybody, my so wife, much. Taryn. She said she loves you so much. She just got home from school. Uh, in case anyone's wondering what's going on. Uh, in this family, I include Isla in this too. When people come into our frame, we include them in the show. Yeah. That's how it works. They're guests. I don't know. I, I'm checking. Yeah, they're, they're special guests on the show. Harper Jane comes in, wants to talk about dragons and how rain works and shit. We just talk to her. Yeah. <laughs> when Taryn comes in from school, we just go, hey, how you doing? Hope, hope work was cool. And we move on. Oh my gosh. Just trying to set a good example. Speaking for of special guests. Speaking Someone else guests. just came home from school. <gasps> Dean, can you hear her? Oh my God, Harper Jane, Harper everybody. Jane. Hi, babe. Yay, there she is. We're not recording YouTube anymore, but she looks great. Take my word for it. Look at it. What? You were the line leader today? Yeah. <gasps> oh my gosh. Yay. Everybody clap it up for Harper Jane. Line leader Harper Jane. My baby was the line leader at school today. She's the freaking cutest. That little dress. You guys, I love you. I'm so excited to see all of you. Uh, okay, Sebastian Stan, we have to go because I have like a meeting and I'm like... Hate to interrupt your... Oh my god. Chop Harvey is inter... <laughs> this interruption is this brought is to you a, by this, this pumpkin bag. This is a pumpkin purse. Chop Harvey's just sent me. Uh, oh my god. It's like a stuffed animal though. This is, I'm bringing all of my it? little pass holder bags. Oh my god! It reminds me of like Tokyo. Yeah, on, I'm bringing it, three that's of what's them. Inside. It's like skulls. Oh my god! I'm bringing Olu, Shelly May, and um. Hold on. Well, if you if you want to borrow a pumpkin for a picture, I was actually going to text you because I wanted to know if you had um the Mickey pumpkin ears because I did need to borrow those. I don't have the Mickey pumpkin ears, but I have. I have the new one, the new plaid ones with the orange. This is casual. This is fine. Ladies and gentlemen, once upon a time, Storybrooke Circus. This is how it rolls. Shikorsky, D. Roche, mid-break. This is legit. Yeah, this is legitimately the show. Well, oh, it recording looks so video, cute, but, though. But we appreciate the dance. Oh, thanks. Um, Tell the people hello. You're being hi. rude. You haven't said hi oh to Oh, my God. Anymore. Hi, everyone. How are you? This is my radio voice. I'm not <laughs> <laughs> Oh, One day I'm you'll done. hear my voice. We were talking about our, my commercial the other day. My, okay. My ad. I have to finish the show so that okay, we can do our meeting. But thank you for for coming like and showing us. Oh my god, I'm stuck. Okay. Thank you very much, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Taryn Alyssa, she's great. We love her. She's the best. Oh, this show is just full of surprises, man. Because why not? <laughs> why not? Right? Yeah. Why not? Uh. We continue. <laughs> so much happening. Sebastian Stan, outfit, on point, hair, on, on point. point. This crazy point. eyeliner that everything is just... The fact that he just popped in and can pop in whenever he wants actually makes him a little bit more powerful. And I think he, he looks I mean? absolutely Gets credit for. unhinged right now. But like in a way that makes the Mad Hatter title feel right, but not in a in like a drunk, a, yeah, drunken sailor kind of way. way. This is like perfect. Yeah. It feels a little bit like... It feels almost similar to the Jack Sparrow thing. Like, do you ever really know... If the drunken sailor thing is fake, yes. you would never. You don't know. And you don't know here if, like, is if his is his kooky thing just a distraction? Is yeah, it sleight exactly. of hand? You know? I love that mystery. I got what God, I'm going to miss him. I got what you wanted. From where, sir? What about the slippers? Couldn't find them. Her talk, they've already been moved to another land. That's what I needed to get to that other land. <laughs> Gina's like, 
dropping what stuff in the background. I'm sure we can work something no, else. No, your hat only transports between magical realms. I need to get to a land without magic. Ah. Why would anyone want that? Gave up My his cards. Sense. You want the ball or not? Mm, yes. <laughs> Help yourself to as much gold as you deem appropriate. <clears throat> oh, and you. You can let yourself out. Our work is done. Wait, so that's it? You're not going to teach me anymore? So long as you harbor foolish notions of bringing back the dead, so long as you live in the past, you'll never find your future. <laughs> Teaching you is a waste of time. Oh, see? Wow. Dig Chicken. the knife yep. deeper. Pardon me oh my for eavesdropping, but I think you need to look elsewhere for assistance. God, I love what him. What do you know about it? I hear things. Jefferson's the name, and I'm a man who travels. Like, this is before all their beach. And I know the man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. do what you want. Well before. Bring back the dead. He's, um, you might say, a wizard. I can bring him to you. A wizard? At what price? Always a price indeed. So here's mine. Like I said, I'm a man of travels, and I've made many enemies along the way. And I'd like a royal passport, so I can have free reign to traverse your kingdom. How would I do that? Well, you're the queen, aren't you? That's right, I am. And this wizard, can he really bring someone back from the dead? Again, this feels can extremely, well, like, wicked. If he can't. It does, oh, okay. yeah. This wizard. A wizard, yeah. Can he do exactly what you I want? So can he make me not green? Is he talking about the Wizard of Oz? It sounds like it. Because he just he got gave back the from the ball. slipper thing. Yeah. Have you seen him before? Interesting. Yes, I've seen him around. He's a blacksmith. Came to our camp a couple months ago. Said he lost his hand in an ogre attack. Oh. I would call him survivor. It's messy. Doesn't make sense. But I wonder. Good girl. When. Emma sees his hand. Is she going to think Peter Pan hook? Because you have to remember, she knows all of our fairy tales. I wish, yeah, but they never use that knowledge. I I I wish they did in in a way that, yeah, I wish they did. Well, we'll see. Happen again? Here you go. I can't thank you enough for your kindness. Fortune, it seems, has seen fit to show me favor. An island full of corpses. You're the only one to escape. How exactly did that happen? She attacked at night. Slaughtered everyone in one first swoop. When she started ripping out people's hearts, I hid under the bodies of those who had already been killed. Pretended to be dead myself. Mercifully, the ruse worked. So much for fortune favoring the brave. It was all I could do to survive. Oh, wait, she said it? I'm gonna let you in on a little secret. So that's a clink. I'm pretty good at knowing this line. I have a super power. <laughs> All these people with actual I magic know. powers are like, bitch, no, you don't. <laughs> knowing when people are lying is not a superpower in this land, okay? <laughs> Calm down. We should leave here in case Cora decides to come back. We should start searching for a new portal back to Storybrooke. I only got about five minutes with my husband. Not to mention my grandson. You have a grandson? Long story. 
I know this land well. I can guide you. You're not going to guide us anywhere until you tell us who you really oh, are. Oh, all right. Uh, pretty confident for somebody that has absolutely no fucking idea what's going on. I was going to say, having a hunch and, like, diving in that deep is a little... I mean, I know they're touchy because of Korra, but, like, hmm. Girl. I mean, she's right. She is right. I that wonder, was just, like, a I wonder lot. how they're going to react to it. Oh, my God. Is this the... This is the psych ward. Who's in there? Because so there's only Bell. We're back in Storybrooke. So here's a side. I think there were Dr. more people. Dr. Whale? Where are you? Why are we looking Where for Dr. Whale? I don't know. Oh, You promised to well, bring him to mm. me. Indeed, and off we shall go to see him. But I warn you, be cautious. Why? Is he dangerous? Not to us. But bear in mind, he's never been to a world like this before. He's unfamiliar with our ways, with our magic. It sure All sounds I like care about are his ways, and if they will do what I require. Well, there's only one way to find out. May I present to you your salvation. One short day. Yes, literally. <laughs> this is one of my favorite songs from that musical, by the way. <laughs> like the actual music, like the orchestration. The Blizzard will see you now. You're the wizard? <clears throat> I prefer doctor. Yeah! There it is. There's, there's your chug moments and a big nice reveal to have uh, Dr. Whale in Enchanted Forest Land. So now we know we're going to get... This is hilarious because 99% of the people that we're playing this game to have already seen this episode listening to us be all coy. Like, so surprised. Dr. Whale is the doctor, but what doctor? Apparently yeah, yeah. he's the wizard. I mean... I All think that the stuff coat aside, is giving it away, but... The coat is giving it away, and we're starting to get some, like, really heavy-handed, coded yeah. script lines here, right? Like, heavy. We'll talk about them in a second, just in case there's some lingering person who's binging who's not there yet, which is fine. We don't want to leave you behind. Uh, I like the fact that he says I prefer Doctor. We don't really have any... I mean, this looks a little Aussian. I wouldn't even I wouldn't even put past him that that's where he's been. Okay, he, he, like his hair and everything, like it, like all these like steampunky type things. Yeah, like Oz was a little bit weird like that. So I buy that. The fact that he discarded the wizard title is a little bit suspicious, but um, I th it it still feels a little bit misdirecty, which yeah. I like, you know, and like what he can do and nobody still can do the dead and all this stuff. But the fact is, in terms of the editing, they literally put one. One random storybook scene in of her walking in a room, empty, we recognize it as a psych ward, and she calls out for Dr. Well, and they cut to something else. It's a very interesting way mm -hmm. to just lead you enough to, and so that it pays off right away in the next scene that you're about to see him in the Enchanted Forest, because this is the longest character we have not gotten a backstory for. Yeah. So they're, I think they are making a little bit of and a, And the like, town has said, who are you? The town doesn't even know. Yeah. So he must have... Comfort. Well, I mean, we talk about other but lands. We, we already talk about Doctor Whale. We've also he also said my brother. Yep. And this is supposed to take place at the same time as the other one, which means that isn't Doctor Whale. Oh no. Oh no. This no. this is a flashback. Yeah. I'm sorry. I thought this was Emma and no. Hook doing that. I got confused. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But he did talk about a brother. So he does. There's another one of him. So it's not necessarily just a doppelganger. We're also looking for another person. Yeah. Which is going to be interesting. So. <laughs> But you're welcome to call me whatever makes you comfortable. Very well. 
doctor. <laughs> you understand why you've been brought here? Of course. Now. And everything's green. It is. Show me the, the patient. Which is leading to Oz, Oz he stuff. He is in the Emerald City. He's the wizard. It's remarkable. I don't think they are, though. It's as if his last breath was drawn just moments ago. Preservation spell. Can you bring him back? She sounds so juvenile. I, I love her Perhaps. style of doing this. It's so Let's pretty. Take a look. It's, oh, it's like music. It's really yeah, beautiful. It's sing-songy. Just yeah. much like Snow White was in the original, yes, like the actual totally. Snow White. Uh-huh. He's still bleeding. Weird. He just made a little incision on his on his hand. That's insane. It's wonderful. His condition is ideal, apart from being dead. That is. I think we're. I mean. Just how many times? It's very. It's heavy-handed right now. Yeah. You didn't tell her. Tell me. Tell me what? The procedure is experimental. Success is yet to occur. Now but we're talking about procedures. I'm optimistic. Optimistic? Just hear him out. What kind of charlatan are you? <laughs> His faces. No such thing. I was told the last crucial piece of the puzzle exists in this land. What else do you need? A heart. It's a fragile organ, and I need a strong one. I've searched the far reaches of my room for one with the fortitude to withstand the shock of my procedure. None. Can you hear the little twangs? This makes no sense. The little twangs of British accent in yeah. him that sound like he is British speaking with an English, uh, uh, American English accent that is suppressing a British accent, even though he's actually American and just... He's not even British. But that means that, means that he's intentionally inserting little British like flourishes and things in certain vowels but then over like almost alan dale over enunciating other vowels but it turns out it's she's just really saying them normally i'm very confused at how how he speaks you can see why you would be confused at what his actual accent is because you can hear it it's he's he's not doing it on ours he unless he's just trying to do a british accent doing them poorly so his american accent is slipping through i don't know you know what i mean well have survived. Maybe he had a British name. This in your land, there are hearts oh, yeah. transformed by magic. Hearts made so powerful, they glow. Yeah. Those overly That's rounded vowels are very British. Work. So tell me, how do you change these hearts? Yeah, this is an interesting. How do you enchant them? Those who practice the dark hearts do it by ripping the organ out of the living. You hear how beads. his are mm-hmm. cut? And you can do this. But no. his are very soft at the end. You assured me that this queen was some powerful sorceress. I will not use magic for evil. Well, if you want your fiancé back, then you're going to have to find someone who will. Have I wasted my time here? No. I know exactly who can help us. I know where to get a heart. Dr. Whale! See? This back and forth thing is starting. They're, they're, they're narrating. I think is really well done visually and thematically. She's not even so a little this bit isn't totally. Oh. So there's a body in the middle of the room. The lights flickering. Some, it's hanging. It looks like. Well. Oh. No, you took Daniel's body, and you took one of my hearts. 
Why? Did you bring him back? Oh, I did. He's alive. Yes. I brought him back. He's not dead. What? He's a monster. Oh. Very heavy-handed. Wow. Okay. I think we're ready to talk about it. I think we have enough There's stuff out there. Minutes. Dr. Riddle is Dr. Frankenstein. He's fucking Frankenstein, guys. Common misconception is that the monster is called Frankenstein, but that is not the case. It's actually the doctor's name. Probably the most literary misconception in the history of books. Yeah. Uh, Which I did not learn until, like, maybe a year ago. Yeah, Frankenstein has bolts in his neck. It's always Frankenstein, the Wolfman, and Dracula. We're like, wait. No. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, Victor Frankenstein. So, um, which there are a lot of little allusions here to Young Frankenstein, which if you have not seen Young Frankenstein, it is an old, old, old uh, Mel Brooks movie. The guy who made Spaceballs and all those things, Blazing Saddles, and like old school comedy, almost Marx Brothers kind yeah. of level, right? Uh, Gene Wilder plays... Frankenstein, yep. who's well, the son of or the grandson of the, the actual really Victor Frankenstein. It is so freaking funny. It, it is almost a cartoon, like a live action black and white cartoon. Like it really plays yeah, out. Yeah, I love Young Frankenstein. Um, it's one of my favorite, oh, like cult it's really classic one of my favorites. type deal things. Taryn actually doesn't like it. She can't say this. It's not doesn't. It's not fast enough for her. She's just like which those old song movies were a little. They drag a little bit. But there's a big gag in in it where they keep mispronounce. He he changed his pronunciation of his name so he wouldn't be associated with the his horrible horrific acts of his grandfather. So he calls himself uh, Doctor Frankenstein so that no one thinks that he's a Frankenstein. So every time someone calls him Doctor Frankenstein, he says it's Frankenstein. <laughs> <laughs> and they all just like keep mispronouncing it the entire show uh or the movie uh so every time they every time he's in there and it's like i prefer the doctor <laughs> i keep wanting to be like frankenstein <laughs> <laughs> like i just have all these young frankenstein jokes on the tip of my tongue but it's cool that they make him sound like the wizard of oz and then they quickly divert into they have everything like you said everything's green he's kind of steampunky it's you know he talks about a wizard and then he says i prefer doctor it's very subtle the way they kind of slip into yep. it um but there's a lot of all these allusions to like, can like you Rumble bring back the, the dead? And yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's it's just subtle enough to be like the principles there, but it's not quite a direct translation. Um, the fact that he's bringing people back from the dead, the fact that they call him a monster, and the fact that Doctor Whale is the one between the two. So here's the thing I wanted to share with everybody. You ready for this? Here you go. That's what you're gonna say when you hear me say this thing. I just wanted to use that one because we never use it. Uh, oh my god! And here's an appropriate time to use the new sound effect after I say this little bit. You ready? Yes. Okay. This is this is my love letter to you guys, just for you. Okay. In addition to the uh, in addition, that's just what the bullet says. This is dumb. Uh, all right, here you go. Harper Jane is, is kicking. She's like DJing a party back there. It's fine. Uh, Frankenstein's storybook counterpart is Dr. Whale. This is, I don't want to give this away right in the production notes, but here we go. Dr. Whale's name is a reference to movie director James Whale, who directed this movie and the 1935 movie Bride of Frankenstein. XOXO, Gossip Girl. Perfect. That's the first, that's the debut of our XOXO Gossip Girl sound effect. Lovely. I love it. Isn't that crazy? Dr. Whale is called Dr. Whale because James Whale directed the Frankenstein movies. I'm glad that it gives some context to it because his name did feel so random. 
you would think it's like Captain Ahab or something. Yeah. You know? But yeah, it, it's... And and it was enough misdirection where you couldn't figure it out automatically. Right. Like, red is ruby and, you know, like... Yeah. Uh, they kept you know, the mystery um, up until this episode and I, I respect it. Yeah. I So anyway, that was a little, a little tiny... Uh, Easter egg tidbit there. Um, but now we got it. Okay, so we get it. He's he's Frankenstein. Now we still have half an episode to figure out what the real deal is here. So uh, Regina needs somebody brought back from the dead. They brought her to a doctor. And we have this parallel storyline going on in Storybrooke of him bringing Daniel back, maybe. But he's a monster. Like, now we have a Frankenstein monster, Daniel. And story- so it's, it's crazy. We continue. Too far, place. What? Just- a far place? A what? Excuse me? <laughs> to a I straight up place. didn't understand what he said until you clarified. Where is that coming from? What the hell? Her oh. fault. A heartbeat. Also, oh, I love this magic. Hello. The fact that the like seven degrees away from Kevin Bacon, this feels like, right? How you connect all these characters together. Yep. Rumble takes hearts out. Cora takes hearts out. She's teaching her to take hearts out, but the heartbeat thing, Frankenstein needs a heart. Although in the story, I think Frankenstein, the thing he needed the most was the brain, mm-hmm. not the heart, but they kind of connect it with the organ. These are you know? all yes. hearts. God, look at how many she has. My mother was a collector. Good Lord. Whose hearts are these? <laughs> He's nuts. I have no idea. She took so many caused so much pain it was impossible to keep track I think we do see the she first one she does eventually like a couple seasons she's a monster see that so it very well may be that this exact room got transported right. tra- you I know, feel like transformed into the mausoleum Nice transition. Did you hear that the echo, mm-hmm. the EKG in the background? What's going on? I just got a call that Dr. Whale was attacked. And I'm the sheriff, remember? No. <laughs> I am asking you. I came here to speak with him and discovered he was hurt. It's the truth. What else? What did you come here to speak with him about? Someone from my past. I believe he's come back. Regina, everyone from your past has come back. The curse is broken. That's very vague. His name is Daniel. True. The man you were supposed to marry. She told him. Snow told me what happened. Up front. How it was her fault that he died. Yes. He did. Well, then how could he be back? Well, he believed he could bring him back from the grave. And I don't know how. Okay, we no, have no some rose colored glasses on right yes. now, Regina, because he told you he's a monster. He practices something more. True. And she's like, but he's back. back. Or so I was told. All he needed was a heart, and he took one of mine. You have hearts here? Okay, <laughs> that fault. is not the weirdest part of the story, bro. We all have been asking who Dr. Whale is, and you don't go, oh shit, is that guy Frankenstein? <laughs> no, he's like, you have hearts? <laughs> 
I mean, I guess and that like, is why important. are you surprised? We also, though? she's evil. It's Regina. We've also already we've already seen a human heart as part of a whole trial and whole thing. Like, yeah, that's not, come also, on. that's not even weird. I don't know. Yeah, no, you're right. It's just it's charming. It's fine. Get it's it together. Fine. <laughs> it's fine. I, just, I, I, don't know, I think I'm upset because the writers never they made such a big deal to intentionally go no not even storybrook knows who this guy is who are you who even are I know, you that's it's a for huge me to deal. know blah blah like, blah so i'm like why didn't you pay it off by have one character go hey wait oh, a minute shit. we were all wondering who he is and like and like make a connection right. somehow and the fact that we have emma who is not going to see this hook and go hey you're not Captain Hook, right? <laughs> is like that's twice that characters really should use some kind of yeah. like prior knowledge to figure something out and don't. And that that to me, the missed opportunities like that is a little bit like, oh well, I wish the characters would be a little bit more aware. You yeah, know, I guess oh, that's even the word. even yeah. fourth wall aware. The hell noise? Yeah, was what that? was that? Oh, there we go. No, it was fine. It was just a notification. Carry on. Whose heart did he take? I have no idea. It took so many, it was impossible to keep track. I need to go. I have to help him. No, where is he? Look what he did, he's dangerous. Not to me. He won't hurt anyone else, David, I promise. You know I can't take that chance. You have two choices, Regina. Tell me where he is, or jail. I think it's like when you awoke from your coma. He's following his final thoughts to where he last met me. The stables. Henry. Henry's at the stables. Oh no. Oh, oh, these are those stables. Oh. Ram says that you'll tell me when I'm ready to ride you. Hold on. I thought we already established that. Uh, the Enchanted Forest didn't transform into Storybrooke, that it's moved. Yeah. Remember somebody asked Regina when like she said that they it like physically went somewhere yeah. else. It didn't like just appear on the on the spot. Or did it? Because they kept alluding to the fact that like she went through the wardrobe and then she pops out in the forest right behind where Storybrooke ends up. Right. Wouldn't that be like a one for one kind of tunnel situation, yeah. right? So this, so this is the problem with TV you don't do with movies, but sometimes you can get away with doing in TV and they do it often, sometimes by accident. You can get those details very messy. Yeah. That's actually one thing I really loved about The Good Place because Mike Shore was constantly and uh, uh, Jen, Jen something is the, one of their, their lead writers. Um, they really fact checked those things. They had a Bible where they were like, this character knows this. This one doesn't know this, but does know this so that they would never cross those streams accidentally. Yeah. And like contradict themselves, and not every TV show has the ability to do that. And this one really does trip on that a lot, where they say one thing because it's convenient to that episode, and then several like a season later, they'll just like conveniently make it something else. Yeah, where like all of a sudden it's going to be convenient. To, like these are stables we've never seen before, but they added them to this episode. What for this moment, so that Daniel would have stables to go back to. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's the only reason it's here. Is so that like they and they just added in this whole thing with Henry and the horse and other bullshit to justify the stables being him there. being in the stable, yeah. And it's literally just so it's that weird. Daniel would be able to go back to a familiar place. That's a very you know, it's a very Deuce Ex Machina yeah. kind of thing. Even though it's not a, it's it's not a, a it is more a it, not not necessarily that, but it's it's more a uh, a mechanic to serve the plot's purpose instead of using that thing to make a plot around. Right, you know what I mean. Oh, this horse is gorgeous. Anytime. Like, soon? 
I would start crying. Oh, forget it. Oh, yeah. Like, nope, not worth it. <gasps> oh, God. I think that was a little dramatic for what would have really happened. This is so scary. Frank Frankenstein's monster. What's funny is they had to get a short dude who was like 5'2 and yank him on a pole chain to simulate Henry because they would have not had Henry do that yeah. stuff. Just so anytime that actors like hit stuff and they their faces isn't shown, automatically a stunt double. Yeah. So they had to get a really either a really short dude or a really small girl that they put in her in his clothes yep. just to go like like five feet backwards and hit a wall. Yeah, knock over. <laughs> Because it's too dangerous to do that with the actors themselves. Yeah. They have to do it in a very specific way. Especially a 12-year-old uh, kid. Yeah. But shout out to stunt doubles. Don't forget, they do really hard work yeah, on these um, things. Yeah. And they had to show up to this one episode for like four hours to do that one Integral part thing. of the cast. Yeah. Just to, I know we've already been getting uh, messages back from the last episode of me talking about my production background information. Uh, on the on the um, next next conversation, the Star Trek one, oh, yeah. they call that they call that inside baseball because they are both writers in television. So anytime they talk about like how television uh, writers work, yeah, they yeah, have yeah. A, they have a little soundbite that has a guy like hitting a baseball and he goes inside baseball oh and they start talking about like behind the scenes of how television yeah. works because he thought it was really funny that we just be babbling about like this stuff no one cares about. Like actually, they talk about writers' credits and like the writers' guild and like how they have to go through all these things and then one, eventually one. Of was like this is so boring why are we talking about this you're like people like that yeah this inside baseball right don't people like care about the business right. and he's like eureka <laughs> maybe we have to come up with a soundbite for whatever the inside baseball version is of this first for like filmmaking yeah. and television maybe i'll just rip that one off of their show <laughs> yeah <laughs> whatever sure i'm just a blacksmith that's what somebody impersonating a blacksmith would us? say maybe you'll talk to others <laughs> when they rip you limb for limb Wow, that's a really uh, high risk there. You can't just leave Emma. me here like this. What if he's telling the truth? He's oh, he, not. He took his hook off. Oh. Good for you. It's you see. It's just a stub. Okay. I can count the amount of people who've done that on one hand. That's supposed to be funny. Who are you? Killian Jones. But most people have taken to call me by my more colorful moniker. Hook. Take my satchel. As in Captain Hook. All right, thank you, Emma. All right, we're gonna. I want to go back and apologize for how I handled Emma. She had no idea he was. He didn't have those. So unless you want to be dinner, you better start. I don't because she did that thing again. That was real. I, she, I know, no, she keeps but doing. I think the, the in attitude, that situation, I, like I would do the same thing. Where I'd be like, oh yeah, okay, Captain Hook, got it, and move on. No, but she didn't say as Captain Hook. She went as then Captain Hook, like she always does, and I'm. I'm here's the reason why I keep bumping on that is because how many things do you like how many things have you already seen this is like a such a surprise right to you. again you killed an actual fucking dragon seeing Captain Hook all of a sudden is like no way like why do you have to do that to everything though <laughs> like you did it to Lancelot She's awesome. you did, your, mo your mother is Snow White from the book yeah I don't think it's that weird that you met Captain Hook. You can you can re reel it back a little. But bit. I am going to take back me shitting on her for not knowing it was Hook because he had a hook on his hand because he. Yeah, took I it didn't off. see. I didn't see. Yeah, that that it was removed until just now. So yeah, yeah, yeah. fair, Emma. But we so get that one. so yes, she. I mean, at least. 
the fact that I love the fact that his response to this is it doesn't matter how she says it that he's like oh someone knows who I am <laughs> like that's a great character trait for him and and all of the people who gave their responses to us about Emma doing that ogres as in fifi fo fum and Lancelot thing made some really really excellent points yeah. about how long it takes how realistic that it was and that they liked it because being someone who's either adopted or being someone who you know put in an uncomfortable like new scenario or something how long it really does take to get acclimated and in tv you were used to characters kind of flipping on their right. heels and, and she's gone through and a lot just of trauma accepting it. so they yes. are correct I, I think the thing that I'm bumping on is a little bit inside baseball because that means that it would make sense that the writer would write that line. I think I'm I'm starting to put a finer point on my beef is that Jennifer Morrison is injecting a hell of a lot of extra animosity unnecessarily. Yeah. It's almost as if she's mad at the land for, for existing. existing. Yeah. Which to their point is even deeper because because this land existed she had a shitty horrible childhood and she might have some repressed negative mm-hmm. feelings like negative energy about that because this land represents everything that ruined her life yeah. so every single time everything it's like oh she never great now have. it's another one yeah and they made that argument which does make a lot of sense i wish if that were true that they actually made that a part of her story which they don't no you know what I mean? They're, they're skipping over. She just over. has like I a mean, bunch of teen angst at 28 years old. Right. If they're going to give that, then I think I think the people in Discord are right. They should make that her story. They should, they should you know, put some context around why she is like that so that people like me are going, why is she acting like that? And then they talk about it. They actually yeah. shine some light on Emma's got trauma, whatever, like even if it's another character or a plot or whatever. And maybe they do. We'll see later on. But up until this point, all they've done is given me reason, or maybe she, as an actor choice, is given me reason not to like mm-hmm. her. When to the Discord's point, that's not fair. I shouldn't be not liking her for something that she's doing that's completely reasonable. But they're not explaining to me why it's reasonable. Yep. And me not having experienced that in my life, and some people have, they're like, oh, no, that makes sense. And I'm like, why? I don't understand. They're not explaining that to me. You know yeah. what I mean? I think that's the disconnect that I'm missing. It's just like, yeah, it shouldn't be a fan of the show having to explain it. It should be the show explaining. Yeah, it should be the show being like, this is why she is like that, and they're doing all these other things, and she's not the point. Totally respect everyone's opinion on that, though, because everyone brought points to the table on that. Yeah, that I really liked. Talking. Cora wanted me to gain your trust so I could learn everything there is to know about your storybook. She didn't want any surprises when she finally got over there. She can't get there. Real quick, let's keep in mind this dude is hella Irish. His name is Colin O'Donoghue. Right. And he's doing a very, very, uh, what is this called? Uh, this is called, uh, this is the London BBC British accent. Oh, I don't know what that is. It's called, called. R. It's can't called RP. It's called RP, but I forget what RP stands for. I think it's RP. Uh, received pronunciation is is what is called posh english right so when someone is like upper class uh, if anybody's if anybody's interested in alicia please tell me if i'm saying these things correctly i did get this information from an actual source so there is a youtube uh, i'll see if i can remember to bring the link in a youtube uh, page very 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 old one called uh anglophilia i think is what it's called it was like a buzzfeed type of youtube thing where a woman would come up and do like fun facts you know about things and she um could do what she called a 
party trick and do different British pronunciations from different places, yep. different locales. And so she actually put up a map and said, here are the actual different ones from everywhere and what, they, what they're different as and the celebrities that you would have known that had that sound. Oh, right? okay. So it's interesting when you have, you know, uh, Maggie Smith. We just talked about Maggie Smith. Um, that, was, that was last episode. Yep. Uh, she is Scottish. McGonagall has that like nice thick Scottish accent. Well, when she's in something like Sister Act, oh my God, you're being summoned right now. <laughs> she's so excited. I saw he took Layla's umbrella. I know. It was an accident. Children excitement is like the brightest. Oh, okay. Well, we'll bring Layla's thing ever. back tomorrow. Well, Dada accidentally she's... picked up the wrong kid's umbrella at school today. <laughs> ridiculous. So, um, we got to return that. Her ridiculous dad how dare you (laughs) uh anyway this is where i learned all these british accent things is from that's really cool so it's it's like their version of southern and you know midwest and boston like every you know yeah exactly oh or like americans are you know yeah that south twang versus like a valley girl versus uh you know so yeah it's anglophilia a-n-g-l-o-p-h-e-n-i-a an Anglophile would be somebody who's, I think, it's about linguistics or something. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway. Yeah, a person who is... Fo- oh, no, I'm sorry. It's specific to England. A person who is fond of or greatly admires England or Britain. English. Oh, my God, it's me. Oh, my God, it's me. Guys, it's... Add it to your bio. Me. me, I'm the Anglophile. Uh, I, I Maybe I will. Uh, anyway... He is doing a an RP accent with uh, an Irish source, which is kind of cool. Um, Rumple, Mr. Gold is doing all sorts of random shit, but he's from, I think, Edinburgh, so he's Scottish too. So we got very northern sounds, right? Very rounded vowels, very sing-songy yeah. type of, 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 of language, both of those, because Scottish is like super, super north in the UK, right? And Ireland and the island on the, on the left or on the right left on the left um is also very like you know it's very musical yeah and has a lot of character to it whereas rp is very straight ahead very consistent right everything is very kind of um to make it not so colorful <laughs> and the south liverpoolish is kind of uh, uh beatles right yeah uh which is a little bit more sing-songy too and then you have you know so they, they they are all different rp is the one when we stupid americans go a british accent we're talking about bbc that's rp that's like the uh, the middle yep. ground accent uh that that are not the like special characterized exactly ones. Uh, and that's and that's usually when you're doing an accent from something else that's unless you're doing something specifically of a locale that's usually the one that a vocal coach will teach you because it's the easiest to kind of like you know do like learn destroyed yeah. the wardrobe ah but the enchantment remains see Cora gathered the ashes she's gonna use them to open up a portal that's why some vowels sound a little bit uncomfortable in his now, mouth kindly because the Irish loose. Is, no it's fighting it we should leave him here to die to pay for all the lives that he took okay Mulan that was Cora, damn not girl <laughs> wait wait you need me alive why? Because we both want the same thing. To get back to your land. You can say anything to save yourself. Why are we supposed to believe you now? I arrange for transport with Cora. But seeing how resourceful you are, I'll offer you the same deal. <sighs> what a pirate. I'll help you. Yeah. If you promise to take me along. How are you going Very piratey. The ashes will open a portal. But to find your land. How far is this over? More. 
There's an enchanted compass. Cora seeks it. I'll help you obtain it before she does. Doesn't this feel very Harry Pottery where they're like, anything can be a, a portal to blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And they're like, this old boot with a flower in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like, everything's friggin' enchanted in this damn place. A compass, a this, a that, this, this Magic crystal ball, no rules. this hat. It's just like, what, yeah, whatever they want it to be. Make it destroy Brooke and we'll be one step closer to getting home. Sounds too good to be true. There's only one way to find out. You tell me one thing, and whatever you say, I better believe it. Why does Captain Oak want to go to Storybrooke? To exact revenge on the man who took my hand. Got a crocodile skin. Rumpled still skin. Bam, bam. Bing, bang. Bang. Oh, yeah, we don't like him either, bro. Join the <laughs> Get in line. You gotta stop this. You're, you're scaring the horses. Look at Henry's composure here. I remember this when I first saw it. Keeps us, are, keeps us cool. Are you hurt? Can I help you? I'm not even a little bit afraid of this. This really scary guy right now. Let me help you. No. Again, stunt guy on wires. Yep. Daniel. These tights are all like manufactured. See how it cuts when we have to pick him up and stuff. This is really terrifying. Go. It's the first time she's Go. seen him and well, essentially what ends up being 40 years, maybe, you know, really but not really in her time. It would be like, ah. it won't hold for long. Can you cast a spell to do it? No, I won't use magic on no. him. What do you think you're doing? He's a monster, Regina. If you won't put him down, I will. David, please. Charming's a cowboy now. Just let me talk to him. It's too big of a risk. There's no telling what he'll do. Do at least give me a chance. Out of the way, Regina, now. No! I won't let you hurt him! Now listen to me! This is also heartbreaking and beautiful that she can flick him all all halfway across the stables and she's choosing not to and she's crying. Like, this is just. She's really trying. Let me talk to my fiance, she just said, in teary eyes. Like, like, she's this is, trying so hard to be a good person. Oh, that's man. gorgeous. And it's funny because Daniel and Henry are the two people that could bring out the good in her. Thank you. Yeah, true. Now, please, wait here. Meanwhile, this is one I must perform alone. The weird hair. Terrible part. What's he doing back there? Magic? He says he wields power greater than magic. Really? Why won't he let us see? In this land, there's much we don't understand. Or can't. If you can't achieve what you seek, Rumpel Snowskin was right. It can't be done. A little lightning. For no good. Did you see the eyes in the fire there? A little bit? All of these tents, sometimes you can see straight through them, yeah. sometimes it's just shadow, sometimes it's nothing. Like, what is this made of? Well? I'm sorry. I failed. The heart wasn't strong enough. He couldn't withstand the procedure. Damn, what a shame that medical procedure didn't work out in that tent. 
<laughs> Let's accept that the dead is dead, Regina. It's sad, but... We gotta move on from that. Spoiler, she doesn't. That's why she kills everyone. <laughs> Spoiler, she never gets over it. <laughs> the narrator. She never did get over this death. No, I'm so scared. I know. Uh, yeah. She's so Yeah, pretty. yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. I would have liked an explanation as to what is making him so monstery. You know, well, like what is this a, thing that is possessing him? I think that's in everything when you bring someone back from the dead. It's never truly like it's never truly them in anything, not even just Frankenstein. But they don't like put a point on like why yeah. you know oh the body decomposed too much or oh his soul is actually trapped in the blah 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 like anything or, oh, that I've ever seen where they bring someone, someone back from the dead yeah. they're not themselves they are zombies essentially yeah. that is the price of you can't just like undo right. it for free yeah yeah oh. hi baby he came back she just whispered I love you in his ear and all of a sudden he was like, oh my god. Stop. Just stop the pain. Um. How? Let me go. No. He even looks older. No, I won't lose you again. Without you, I'm lost. Ah. Daniel. Daniel, come back to me. If you love something, set it free. Mm-hmm. Love. <laughs> oh, this is a pretty classic type of story, yeah. you know? Can't have what you've already lost and this thing from the past and blah, blah, blah. Oh. I don't love that it's... Oh, magic. I don't, I don't love that it's in this way that we had to... Well, I guess we had to kill a few birds, you know, at the same time. Just like... We had to do the Dr. Will Frankenstein thing. This was an easy way to do it. And oh, damn. She disintegrated his ass. Did you see that? She just turned him into dust. Wow. And she's reacting the same way she did when she killed Daddy Mills. She is. Also, did you see how easy that was for her? No. Effortless. Love that. That she's like slapping Charming's arm like a damsel. It's definitely a trap. As long as we know they're trying to play us, we can stay one step ahead of them. Exactly. <laughs> I hate when they make characters say stuff that they would already know and never say out loud, but it's for us. Yeah. So you're like, stay one step ahead? That's such a great idea. I'm like, oh, let's just not say any of these things. <laughs> I hate it. It, hate it. it just yes. feels forced. Hate it, hate it, hate it. The compass is up there. Oh, yeah. Hey, a beanstalk. So how do we get... Yeah, you get this guy named Jack. It's not the climb you need to worry about. It's the giant on the top. 
She does Ooh. look like Esmeralda. Who's this? She does. What replacement of gold? I need to show one more dedicated. Dedicated? All right. Esmeralda. Also, look at, look at the outfit change and the hair change and the voice change yeah. immediately when she answers the scene. How long was between those two? Yeah. Hours? And the music. Obviously. Here's another thing, too. Now. Drink. Giggles. Where were we? Yep, hair, outfit, everything. Can. Okay, so for you special effects nerds out there like me, I've, I thought this was like a little sleight of hand stuff, but I couldn't tell. They are, they only ever crushed the heart fully on screen that gram time. And I guarantee you someone went, that took too much money. Every single time they've done it from that point on, they've had someone crush it, had someone act like they're dying. And then they always cut back to the hand and all of a sudden it's just like, poof, it's all yeah. dust all of a sudden. So I, and I'm funny. starting to notice that it's just like, they do this, you know, it's <laughs> this shaky hand thing. Yeah. Because instead you can just have a heart, remove it, put some dust in her hand and be yeah. done. No special effects necessary. Whereas like actually crushing something would just take too much. But I do remember them doing it with Graham and I haven't seen them actually do it a single time since so uh you special effects like to break the magic people like me keep a lookout for that <laughs> i like that he was like he knew that getting a replacement is what would snap yep. her i used magic <laughs> therapy stuff she needed to though <laughs> this is yeah this is another one of those things that's where I'm not like, fair she's punishing herself when she shouldn't have to that would be like an alcoholic being like oh i poured rubbing alcohol on a cut yeah. so i have to reset my I clock like, that's not the same <laughs> yeah all right that's not the same that's not at all the same i don't know it's the intention really it's supposed to be bad but i need to be taken yeah. home now I have work to do, and I believe our deal is done. The deal isn't done until he says it's done. He who? Now, now, patience, please. Hey. Our transaction is uh, nearly. Right. She did seem looks like rather a weird guys, guys club. Broken. Yeah, it is. <laughs> He's wearing a hat. She bought my failure. You should have seen her tears. I seen the aftermath. Impressive. Oh, no. not getting Daniel back is what snapped her? Yeah, here it is. You'll excuse me if I check. It's all a game. I like it. And what does he get out of it? A heart, okay. Oh, he didn't put he the heart just, in him. Yeah. It's been a pleasure doing business with you. Oh, the pleasure was mine. Thanks to your efforts, I've made my monster. So he made now his I own monster. Hope. Love it. You'll be able to make yours. I'm not making a monster. Sure you're not. Good luck. If these hearts are as strong as you say, I won't need luck. Oh, just magic. No. What I'm going to accomplish goes far beyond magic. And yet, you need a magical heart to do it. So small-minded. I need my powers to transcend the limitations of your oh magic. Oh my god. This, this is must be quite a land you hail from. Ego competition if you think your abilities right now, are more. I love it. They are. Care to wager? I suspect someday. And Jefferson's like, we'll I don't give a shit. I doubt it. No. There we go. Careful, dearie. Just remember, whatever it is you traffic in, it comes with a price. What is we'll see. Oh, I love But we're never going to know because he's not in the show anymore. Would it? Oh, I think he needs him to travel. Oh, what does he get? What does he get out of any of this? 
I don't know. Oh yeah, Whale's entire arm is gone. So what it is is he's wearing a green screen like thing in the, in the ep in the other scene. He's wearing a green sleeve, and they just remove it digitally. In this, he's literally just hiding his hand in a jacket. Yeah. Is his hand in that cooler, and he's gonna put it back on? Yeah. Okay. So his hand was sitting on the gurney. I hate That's that what the a lot. Was. But okay. Like he just ripped his arm off and then left. Ew. When they say I charge an arm and a leg, <laughs> that's matters of figure. Gold. That is above you. That is below you. Like that is. Nope. I love it. I love it. Studio audience goes wild. It's fucking hilarious. That's exactly. <laughs> you want me to reattach your arm? Can you do it? Of course. But first, tell me why. Because I want to use it again. Obviously. I meant, why bring that stable boy back from the dead? Why not? I thought... I thought that if I helped her, she would return me to my world. I want to see my brother. To try to bring him back again. Again. The first time ended badly. I'm not creating a monster. I need to return and try it once more. Well, it seems that's rather beyond her abilities. My condolences. Now my arm. You said you can do it. Oh, yeah. But there's a difference between can and will. Name your price. Say it. Say what? You know what? You came here, not the hospital. So say it. <laughs> Their wager. That's the green screen. That would be the green sleeve. I need magic. Oh. That's all I need to dare. So he wins the wager. Always a pleasure doing business with you, uh, Victor. Love it. Wow. Here is the land without Finally. magic in black and white. I guess we, we didn't see as much of it as I thought, yeah. Well, the next episode in 12, we're probably going to see more. Here's the assistant. Doctor, you've returned. Did you find what you were looking for? Yes. Look at it. Remarkable, isn't it? The final piece to the puzzle. I believe so. Let's begin. say it's alive or he's alive I quit <laughs> beautiful sounds so true or like set it's working would also be acceptable I know right Stitches, I love that. It's alive. it's alive! We did it! I'm proud of us. Thank you, you did it. Yes. I believe I have. 
Welcome back, brother. It's magic, Dr. Frankenstein. It's, it's Frankenstein. <laughs> Not magic. <laughs> Science. It's... Not. Which is but, um, which is kind of magic. Let's just be honest. Wow, and there it is. We ended on flashback. <laughs> ended on the flashback. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Well, that was a hoot. Wow. Uh, what are your first thoughts? Uh, let's let's we knew already about Frankenstein, but like objectively, uh, I like, thought that having was a that be the reveal. On Once Upon a Time. Sorry, my <laughs> bad. I loved it. Um, I loved it too. I really did. I, I, I for all its little tiny quirks and, and things, I think it uh, holds up as a very, very good episode. I think it, I think it forwarded the plot in some interesting new yeah. ways. We also got to see a new land. I think there was a lot of a lot of uh, potential for the future. I think is the most the strongest element. Yeah, of it this was weird episode. because it leaves so much potential, but we also got so much closure at the same time. We did. True. Daniel's done. <laughs> like yeah, he's like, like dead, dead now. That's yeah, that's uh, well, I guess let's let's start putting some some actual numbers behind this. So let's go through our MVPs. MVP. So MVP for Storybrooke. David. David. David, Regina, Henry. Henry didn't do enough. No. But no, Regina sorry. actually had the strength to kill. I know, Dan. but. And she she did a lot to like overcome herself by really sticking to not using magic okay. and then using it in a proper way and that's that's a big breakthrough i'm gonna give it to regina but my honorable mention spoiler is going to be david i like it i and i think i agree with that too because david did what he needed to do punched but regina did something she had never done before and punched dr well right uh honorable mention overall character dr will for taking one on the jaw nope he deserved it that's been a long time coming never uh mvp of the enchanted ooh, this is gonna be tough enchanted forest which i would assume we combine both well there's no new characters in yeah uh well there's two there's different things going on so no i i, I don't think we do because not this there's one. an enchanted forest thing going on with sometimes uh, we do. Je- jefferson rumple we sometimes we do but like jefferson rumple dr whale regina is going on then we have emma mary margaret hook etc and i really do think that for all that it's worth, like Emma knew that Hook yeah, was I, not good and got her in it. I would give her the MVP for that. Side. I agree. That's what I was. Gonna I really would too. because because she really did like she he could have had that masquerade going on for God knows how long and she had an instinct and I really wish they leaned more into why did she have that instinct and turned out to be right. I mean she had the victory moment. Why didn't they yeah. give a little bit more into why she's so good? I liked that moment. Yeah, and then and then in the other side, I'm giving it to I Rumble. feel like. I'm giving it to Jefferson. Okay, you're giving it to Sebastian Stan. All right. No, you're right. Well, no, you're... Uh, Rumple played no, you're every right. side. He didn't do anything. You're right. Yeah, you're right. He did. He did. And he played it. And he played it perfectly. Yeah. Like, nobody His knew. It was all still close with, to the vest. It went flawless. And nobody seems to care why he wants to make this monster go to a new land or anything. Yeah. Like they, nobody like he, questioned him. He has him. them so Nothing. confused just, that they don't even know what to ask for. Cool. So, cool, cool. Uh, LVP Storybrook. So we got we got what do we got? Storybrook was uh, uh, Regina slash David, and Shannon Forrest was Rumple slash Emma. Right. Yep. LVP of Storybrook. 
Uh, not too many. We have Archie. We have. Do we give it to Doctor Whale um, for bringing back David without even? Oh yeah, Daniel. Yeah, yeah. Just randomly, David, not David, Daniel. Just yeah, for yeah. fucking funsies, like no. We also still don't even really know why the hell he did it. My specifically, oh, Daniel, because he just to thought, see if it no, would work. He thought no. He did explain that he did it because he thought that bringing Daniel back would make Regina happy. So then she would help him get back to the oh land as color. leverage. But that was completely unprompted. She didn't yeah. ask for and he that. He did on his own. He didn't even like try and negotiate with her. He just no, did he it. just That's did it. Crazy. So for that alone, assuming you that ruined, she would, like, yeah. the whole town for the day. So I'm giving you the LVP. You also hurt baby Henry, and yeah, we so don't good. we don't like that. We don't like that. Uh, and then you made right, Regina so kill her but, own fiance again. Yeah, which is also extra extra. He could have just stayed dead, and like, she she's had, had to watch this guy die twice now. That's not fair. Yeah. Okay, uh, LVP of Enchanted Forest, Rumple version. I don't think there were any LVPs in Flashback, Enchanted Forest. I don't think so either. I wouldn't even say Hook. He didn't really do anything yet. I would give it to Mulan in present day Enchanted Forest. Mm. For just like blindly believing Hook. Oh yeah, she should have known better. Yeah. Well... No, they had information she didn't have, so she wouldn't have been able to put it together. Although Emma didn't either. That's why I wish they gave me a reason. You know why what I mean? Emma like they all instinct. like all of them know that everybody is know. so capable of crossing everyone and Oh, why wouldn't she suspect? Yeah. I don't blame Aurora because she's like dumb and young. So <laughs> dumb they, she's just like a dumb teenager, so I'm just gonna like let that one I'm gonna let she's along for the ride. I'm gonna give right, LVP to Mulan and Snow because they Mulan. both know better. I wouldn't give it to Snow as much as Mulan because Mulan's a soldier right. and Snow... But at the same time, Snow also should always know who is stabbing her in the back. Yeah, but Especially they are Korra. Spe- but she they was are so specifically... quick to scream at Emma in prison. They're specifically trying to talk her off the ledge that not everybody is bad just because you have trauma with Korra, blah, blah, blah. And she's trying to listen to them. That's why I don't blame her because they, they've been barking at her about that with Lancelot and then she was right. Yeah. So it's kind of, I don't know. I Well, no, you're right. Because she was right, I feel like she she might have. I wouldn't, I don't think that's strong enough for me for an LVP. I'm going to give Mulan it to both just, of them. No, no, that's fair. That's totally fair. Honorable mention character. Mine was David. Henry? Oh, David. Well, I, I think that's just a, we, we, I think it's a slashy. I think we give them both MVP. Oh, okay. All right. Um, honorable mention is for somebody who Henry, it wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's overall for everything. Yeah. All together. Yep. Okay, thanks. Um, that was my dinner. <laughs> Being told that it was ready. Uh, outstanding performance from an actor. Sebastian Stan. Duh. Yay, we did it. MVP. Uh, so now we will do our last section. We do the rating out of five in the second annual Mr. Gold Gold Star in the field of excellence. How many five Mr. Gold Gold Star do you give this? Yes. <laughs> Correct. Uh, I really do think so. I don't. I don't think there's enough to really merit. I did. I did bounce around a little bit. Four point eight, five point two. I think it bounced back no, and forth enough to land at five long. stars. I think there was yeah. so much in it. It was so much closure, so much room for opportunity. Like we've talked about. I love New Regina too. Yeah, phenomenal. Just like, uh, actually, I'm sorry. Outstanding performance in actor. I will take that back. Uh, Regina will also get. Okay, one. we're gonna slash. I'm oh, sorry, La- Lana. Lana. Lana Perea. and Sebastian. 
and Sebastian Stan. Uh, all right, so let's my my food is gonna, apparently now going to get cold. So let's watch the promo for well, not the fruit of the poisonous tree because that is season one. Oh, Tallahassee! Do you remember a reference in season one? Yeah. For uh, one of the places that she went to is Tallahassee. Tallahassee, and I think they will talk about this in the wiki. The is also a reference, reference. to uh, to Lost. Yeah, the man from Tallahassee is an episode, uh, a full episode. Uh, Locke's dad is actually from Tallahassee, which is part of what that references. There's a lot of Tallahassee stuff in there. Um, so yeah, let's let's watch Tallahassee. I can't let no, you. This is a I'm sorry. God, I hate it. Way too much stuff. I got so excited. So here's no, what I do. This is Nick Jonas. I wear this text. Hands above your head, miss. Possession of stolen goods. All oh. new oh. next Sunday. Uh-huh. Once upon a time, yep. Emma Swan learned to be a thief. But her biggest heist yet. It's a little freakier than I remember from the story. Will be at the top. First beanstalk. You never forget your first. Of a stock. Lost's Jorge Garcia guest star. Oh Lost. Once upon a time. Only next hatch. Sunday at 8, 7 central on ABC. That is great. I love it. I love it. We got Lost references in there. We're going to see some Emma backstory. Uh, I don't remember if this is where we find out who the mystery man is. Maybe, possibly. But, man, that's what a guts. an episode. Really good. There's, there's a lot going on in there, which I'm really excited about. So... Yeah, so that's that's it. That's 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 the show. Uh, that's really exciting. Next week is going to be really fun. After you're back from vacation, yeah. actually. Oh my god, that means the next thing to happen is you're coming down yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna have so much fun. Oh my god, I'm freaking out. This is my freak out voice. Uh, so the next thing you all do, which, well, the thing you have done for maybe the past couple of days is seen us on social media. We will continue to see us through the weekend if you're listening to this on Friday. If you're listening to this like in six months from now, just know that a vacation happened. It's probably somewhere on the Internet. Uh, but thank you for continuing to binge. So if you do want to participate, uh, you can call our number 207-536-8512. Text that SBC pot it. Yes, please text that same number as well. You can send us as long of a text as you like. Uh, if you're into email, sdsbcpod at gmail.com. Also, the SBC pod on Insta. Please feel free to DM us. I guess we should give out our, our personal since the vacation is happening. Okay, right so now. my Instagram is just my name, um, Isla Shukorsky. It's gonna, we're gonna link that because I'm not gonna spell that out for you. Sure, sure. And obviously. Mackie, what is your Instagram? Uh, uh, mine is Mackie Mouse Media. Um, so those, actually, those have always been in our links. Uh, so actually, go check out those links in the bio slash link tree slash YouTube description. Yeah. Uh, and you can find our personals and, you know, relive some vacations. Yeah. Us too. And you know what? Which is very, very exciting. That leaves only one thing left to say. Oh, my goodness. All magic comes with a price. It sure does. And all shows come with a podcast. And we'll see you in the Enchanted Forest. Yeah, stay gold, everybody. Stay rumple. Bye. I'm so proud of you.